It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard for Christmas Eve fixtures in the Scottish Premiership. Celtic are looking to restore their nine-point lead when St Johnston come to town. The gap has been cut to six with Rangers win in Dingwall last night as Motherwell chucked a 2-0 lead against 10-man Kilmarnock. And elsewhere today, Dundee United take on Hearts and St Mirren host Aberdeen. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me in the studio is the three wise men, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans. It's the festive season but it's... It's a serious business today Look at this card Celtic against St Johnston The gap is now six points After John Lundstrom's goal last night Christmas will be cancelled Unless Celtic get it back up to nine By two o'clock this afternoon St Mirren play Aberdeen On the rebound Aberdeen From two defeats against Celtic and Rangers They are very low And they'll be looking to try And lift themselves in Paisley Dundee United are bottom of the league and they're playing hearts, which means that at four o'clock, Dundee United will still be bottom of the league. And Hibbs against Livingston, Lee Johnson, the Hibbs manager, seven defeats in his last eight. His next game after Livy is Celtic. He needs a win today, or it may be a Christmas sack of another kind. Fantastic afternoon ahead I mean what better way to spend your Christmas Eve with four Premiership games, a couple in the Championship and a League One game in there as well. Usually the town will be absolutely mobbed But if it was me I'd be getting my feet up Switching on us And listening to the action unfold Yeah I'm glad you shared that with the listeners I'm looking forward to a fantastic uh, afternoon of football Gordon Enjoyed the two games last night uh, Rangers obviously coming out wingers, winners at Dingwall And Motherwell What happened is Lost two goals when we had the three points in our hand But I think the fixture list this afternoon will throw up some surprises and lots of goals. Yes, we're here until four o'clock this afternoon, so a little bit different, the festive schedule, uh, causing a few changes for us. But strap yourselves in because we're hoping for an afternoon of high drama. Hopefully everyone's got the shopping all done. And if you're out and about, we will keep you up to date on what's happening in the Scottish Premiership and beyond. There is a big game in the east end of Glasgow, Celtic welcoming St Johnston and a very interesting team that's been named by Ange Postacoglu this afternoon, Andrew McLean. Yeah, it is a very interesting team indeed. Ange Postacoglu said he'd make changes and he has done, but with no Joseph Juranovic and no Anthony Ralston because he got injured midweek, there's no natural right back in the team. I'm told it'll be Rayo Hatati that's filling in at fullback. You may remember when he was first linked with a move to Celtic, people talked about him being a left back as well as a midfielder. I think it will be right back he'll be playing tonight, uh, today. Sorry, uh, Greg Taylor moved across the right back and Alexandro Bernabe came on for the latter stages of the game midweek. But it looks as if it'll be Rayo Hatati playing right back for Celtic today. And Greg Taylor will stay at left-back. So it's Joe Hart in goal for them today. The back four, Rayo Hatati, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Aaron Moy. The front three, James Forrest, Dyson Maida and Kyogo. The substitutes, Segrist, Jens, Jakimakis, Haksabanovic, Abada, Turnbull, Jota, Bernabe and Lawal. As for St Johnson, well, they've been going about their business really well Quite quietly as well, but they've done extremely well to get up to fifth in the table. Four wins and two draws from their last six games. 
as well. They line up in a 5-3-2 formation today. It's Remy Matthews in goal. The back five, Dre Wright, Ryan McGowan, Liam Gordon, Andy Considine and James Brown. The midfield three, Daniel Phillips, Melker Holberg and Graham Carey. Nicky Clark partnering Stevie May up top. The substitutes, Parrish, Crawford, Mitchell, O'Halloran, Wotherspoon, Murphy, Bear McLennan and McPherson. Very interesting team news. You think of all the famous Celtic right-backs across the years. McGrain, Lustig, Wilson, yep. Yep. and uh, now yeah. Rio Hatati in there you, as well. You should have stopped at McGrain. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there was Very no good. other right-back other than McGrain. Anyway, Rio Hatati. <laughs> Thanks. Into, into that slot today, by I, the looks I, I, of it. I, I don't think Celtic will get three right-backs, but for they different reasons. One's ineligible, one's not ready after the World Cup, one's injured. And Rio Hatati, by the looks of it, goes in there today. I think he's got the attributes, certainly, to to make that position look easy at times. The way Celtic play, anyway, we were just chatting about it there with our full-backs coming inside, and a lot of the, the work that Ralston or Juranovic will do will be in that kind of centre-circle area where they're getting the ball in the half-turn and starting attacks. I think Hatati has got that in his locker, no problem at all. He's got a good delivery when he gets in the final third. Can't see it being a problem. At home against St Johnston, I, I certainly think they'll get away with it. It'll be interesting to see how he adapts to that position, Gordon. Um, I think Mark's right when he says that the way Celtic play from the back, possession base, they like to build and play through the lines, it'll shoot him down to a tee. Uh, he's a very fit lad as well, so he'll get him down the pitch, no problem. So today at home against St George, I do not see that being a problem at I all for him. Do four, you? Four, four wins and two draws for St Johnson in the last six games. I think they deserve a bit more respect. Uh, and the last time they played Celtic, it took uh, Giacomacus to score in the dying seconds to get Celtic a 2 1 win. So you fancy them to get some this afternoon? I, I think it could be a draw, yeah. The last time they were at Celtic Park, they got Walt 7 0. Mm-hmm. Ange Postacoglu was very <laughs> keen this week. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what does that prove? <laughs> oh, as as little as, as, the, little as the, uh, the, the yeah. game at, at Perth. Ange Postacoglu is part of his. Uh, moan if you want to call it that about people lumping Celtic and Rangers together he he, he went into it in a bit of detail he, he wants people to acknowledge the difference between playing at, at home and playing away and how going to <laughs> McDermott Park should be tougher uh, than, than at Celtic Park Mark Wilson they have made changes not too many and it was interesting because he said during the week you know if there are people out of form you know he will he'll, he'll make changes and, and that's what he's done well he's never scared of making changes that's that's a you know the positive about Ange Postecoglou. I think he's got ex- extreme trust in his full squad. I think there's a real competitive edge about the squad just now. Um, probably much more than in years gone by. I would have to say, even looking back at, at the teams and some of the really good Celtic teams over the years, some of Neil Lennon, some of Brendan Rodgers, even back to Strachan's team. Yes, we had strength and depth but I don't think anywhere near the strength and depth of this Celtic squad what they've got he could pick Ange Postecoglou could pick any one of those guys on that bench just now and put them into that team and I don't think it would weaken it much maybe Lowell maybe he's the only one that stands out there but he can rotate any which way he wants and he's got the luxury of playing probably his best mid or one of his best midfielders at right back slightly slightly surprised at the omission of Abada because Abada made a difference when he came on at Pataudry, and an instant difference to the Celtic team. He was uh, very good midweek uh, against Livingston. Had a goal wrongly chopped off. Uh, so I'm slightly surprised. No Abada. Yeah, I, I agree, Hugh. But uh, it's not a bad replacement to bring in someone with experience and the talent and 
you know, of James Forrest, uh, especially at Celtic Park. I think Forrest is still an exceptional football player. Celtic have got such a strong squad that you look at that team, yeah, they've made one or two changes, Hatate right back, but they're still a mm. very, very good side. Yes, building up to kick-off not too far away. Uh, also, uh, a few more games today as well. St Mirren, Aberdeen, Dundee United, Hearts and Hibs. Livy, we will get some team news from St Mirren, Aberdeen and hear from Ange Postacoglu after these. Action as it happens. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL in the studio Building up to some earlier kickoffs, And then we will turn our attentions to the later ones When they get a bit closer We've already given you team news from Celtic St Johnston Interesting team news at that It looks like Rio Hatati might well play right back for Celtic this afternoon What about Smyza Stadium for St Mirren Aberdeen then, Fraser Wishart yeah, filling up nicely, Gordon. I think a sensible decision to bring the kick off to 12.30 allows the Aberdeen fans, we know, travelling huge numbers to fill that away stand as they always will do. And we're sitting on in a really good run of form at home in the league. I think they'll have plenty of support for so the atmosphere. should be great because it's uh, th- uh, seven versus third. Aberdeen in third, just five points separate these two teams. And also in that middle ground we've seen so many times in the SPFL Premiership, they're just five points ahead of Ross County in 11th, so shows how tight it is. And a key period, I think, coming up for the Saints. But one of the key parts of this game might actually be how Aberdeen recover from both mentally and physically from that late defeat in midweek against Rangers. With a hammer blow to the players, but they can take comfort in the fact they did perform well. And they to that late defeat against Celtic. It's been a really hard week physically for the Dons after that five-week break for them. For Simon, perhaps it's the unknown of how they will be both physically and mentally after a six-week break for them. Of course, their game against Motherwell last week was postponed, so it's been a real long time since they actually played. It was the 12th of November, a 1-1 draw against Rangers here, and that, of course, is part of that great run of home form in general. Five wins, three draws, one defeat, and that was the first game of the season when I was here and actually played really well against Motherwell. And, of course, Sitman do have the bonus of the World Cup star, Keanu Bacchus, who signed a few autographs in front of me. Earlier on, he starts today, and been a real high after his performance. His last game was against Messi in Argentina today. It's against Aberdeen at home. By the way, Vincent him in January as well, he's had a good season all round, there was a comfortable 4-1 win for Aberdeen in the game at Pataudry earlier on in the season, so Jim Goodwin looking for the same, so a really fascinating 90 minutes ahead, forcing on their team along usual lines, Trevor Carson's in goals, back three, Marcus Fraser Declan Gallagher and Charles Dunn, five across the middle, Ryan Strain, Keanu Bacchus Ethan Erahon, Mark O'Hara and Scott Tanzer, the two strikers Jonah Ayunga and Curtis Main, there's Peter Ruminski, Joe Shockley, Ryan Flynn, Eamon Brophy, Greg Kilty, G. Henderson, Alec Gogic, Dylan Reid and Olu Olusanya. For Aberdeen, just one change to the team that lost in midweek. That is Jaden Richardson's out and then comes Matty Kennedy at right wing back. So Kelly Roos keeps his place in goals. Back three, Ross McCrory, Anthony Stewart and Liam Scales. Five across the middle, Matty Kennedy, Connor Barron, Ilbel Ramadani, Leighton Carlson, eh, Clarkson, sorry, and Hayden Coulson. The two strikers, Bojan Mioski and the multi-named Luis Lopez or Duke as he is named or as he wants to be called, is up front as well. Subs for Aberdeen, Joe Lewis, Jack McKenzie, Shaden Morris, Marley Watkins, Dante Polvara, Ryan Duncan, Jaden Richardson, Jack Milne and Christian Ramirez. The referee today is Nick Walsh and the VAR ref is Stephen Kirkland. Looking forward to that one, Hugh, and as Fraser says, quite a lot of it is going to centre around how Aberdeen react to two very different negative results in the last couple of days. Well, Jim Goodwin came in for tremendous criticism after the Celtic game uh, for what everyone terms parking the bus. 
changed it against Rangers and then his team were guilty of being lacking in professionalism and naive when they were 2-1 up at home with two minutes to go. Not only did they concede an equaliser, they managed to lose a winner for Rangers into the bargain. So they are rock bottom right now. Aberdeen like to think of themselves as Scottish football's third force, the third biggest club. That status is tottering, uh, and uh, not just on the back of two games against Celtic and Rangers, but by and large, they are nothing like the club they think they are anymore. They have to do something at St Mirren today, or a slide begins. It's a great story, that Fraser Keanu Bacchus. Yes, he's gone toe-to-toe with Lionel Messi, but can he handle Leighton Clarkson on a cold Christmas Eve in Paisley? <laughs> That's the old cliche, isn't it? Uh, one of the things I've been impressed by him uh, this season, Gordon, I've seen him on a few times, is his, is his brilliant attitude. His work rate is unbelievable, but uh, no, no shortage of, of skill as well. You know, he kind of gets himself around the park, box to box, he's involved in, in, in everything, you know, and he, he must be absolutely flying. I mean, he played really well against Argentina, and, uh, and uh, he must be really flying on a real high, but as you say, a bit different from the Qatar heat against Lionel Messi to the the cool breeze and a bit of rain and a bit of sleet in Paisley but he'll be fine he's, he's, he's that type of player he gets stuck in so I see no problems for him but good player I said earlier I think there might be a bit of interest in him in January so someone might have to send off bids or if they get a bid they can't refuse might be in the money yeah Mark we were uh, exchanging messages just to you know, sometimes we act friendly away from here during that game talking yeah. about how well Keanu Bacchus <laughs> was doing and then as quick as a flash Messi run off him ever so slightly scored but up until that point it had a really, a really good start to the game. We had him live on the show not long after, and, and he spoke about how surreal it was. Now back to the bread and butter. Well, he was terrific that night for for that period that we were exchanging texts. First twenty twenty five minutes, he was all over Messi. Messi couldn't get by him, and then the little magician burst into life. But it, it, you know, for the rest of the game, he was still good. And and what a stage that is to put St Mirren on because I remember listening to the commentary in that game, um, you know, and mentioning where he was at and. I was almost like the, the English commentators couldn't believe that this guy was playing for St Mirren. So it's a great thing for the club to have. And like Fraser said there, I'm not surprised that he'll have interest in him come January. St Mirren might have a job in their hands. So looking forward to that one then. Staggered kickoff times today. Celtic St Johnston, St Mirren Aberdeen up first at 12.30. And we've got two big games later on as well. Let's start hearing from the managers at Celtic Park then. We'll do home boss Ange Postacoglu, followed by Callum Davidson. Yeah, it'll be a good, you know, a tough game for us. Um, you know, Callum's, you know, he's an excellent coach and he's got them well organised and well drilled. And we you know, time we play them, it's 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 a challenge. It's about making sure that we're constantly evolving as a team, progressing as a team, improving as a team. Um, we can't stand still. We can't, you know, just rely on the fact that we've had, you know, some some decent results and 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 think that it's just going to keep rolling on. Every game, you need to be at it and you need to be on top of your game and, and that's what's got us to the position we are today. Yeah, listen, it's really tough games. I think you, you know at times when you go and get around the Celtic if you do open up too early. You know, they they are hit their, their, their form, their, their peak form. You know it's going to be a long afternoon. Uh, we just got to make sure we frustrate them. Uh, you know, you, you have a chance, the longer you stay in the game, you've got a chance to get a result and you know, we'll try and do that. We have to frustrate them, which means, Gordon, part of us is going to be Aberdeen, Livingston, all over again. And Ange Postacoglu, though, he wants his players to do more. He wants more of them to arrive in the box. He wants more of them to be there. It's not necessarily a slight on the strikers as such because Kyogo has got a good goal-scoring return of late 
But can he get more bodies in and into those areas? Today? Yeah, I, th- I think where he was disappointed, Gordon, and I agree with him. See, if you're a striker and you're getting the quality balls from the, the, the flanks and you've got to be looking to get on the end of them. You know, and and I think Celtic missed a lot of missed up a lot of chances the other night there with the balls coming uh, in from especially the right hand side. I thought some terrific balls going in. And as a manager and a coach, you work in that every single day in training. The strikers will be working in their runs, and he'll be demanding a bit more today, uh, especially if they do get in the position. But Callum Davidson's quite right. He's going there. He's got to try and frustrate Celtic and see if he can get something. Kickoff is not too far away in Paisley and at Celtic Park, and we will go back there after these. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Christmas Eve festive fixtures about to get underway We've got one game in Paisley between St Mirren and Aberdeen And we've got Celtic taking on St Johnston in the east end of Glasgow Let's go back there and build up to kick off with Andrew McLean Yeah well for the third time in just over a week The task for Celtic is to open the gap at the top of the table Back to nine points That narrow victory for Rangers last night Means it's currently six And one goal victories really have been the theme for both sides since the World Cup break, Celtic with a 1-0 win over Aberdeen that could have been a lot more then with a 2-1 win over Livingston that could have been more as well, Ange Postacoglu made his feelings clear about that, didn't he midweek, he wasn't happy that players weren't attacking the 6 yard box, plenty of balls across the face of goal that were going to waste so he'll be hoping that goals are on the agenda today and he has made changes, he said he would, in come Moy, Forrest and Maida, out go Ralston Jota and Abada, so it is that interesting switch that Rail Hatati will be playing right back for Celtic today, I did watch them in the warm up and he did slot in alongside Kartavecker, Starfelt and Taylor when they were doing some drills, so it definitely will be the Japanese international that plays there today, Joe Hart will start in goal the back four, Rio Hatati, Cameron Carter-Vickers Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor, the midfield three, Callum McGregor Matt O'Reilly and Aaron Moy the front three, James Forrest, Dyson Maida and Kyogo, the substitutes for Celtic today, Segrist, Jens Giacomakis, Haksabanovic Abada, Turnbull, Jota Bernabe and Lawal and then when we take a look at St Johnson they've been really really impressive of late back to the type of form we saw in Callum Davidson's first season where he secured them a top six finish got them two trophies as well six unbeaten they are at the moment four wins in that spell too Nicky Clark has been the danger man for them really in that time as well he's got three goals for himself in that spell they line up in a 5-3-2 today Remy Matthews the goalkeeper for them the back five, Dre Wright, Ryan McGowan, Liam Gordon, Andy Considine and James Brown. The midfield three, Daniel Phillips, Melker Holberg and Graham Carey, Nicky Clark and Stevie May. The front two, the substitutes, Parrish, Crawford, Mitchell, O'Halloran, Wotherspoon, Murphy, Bear, McLennan and McPherson. The referee for this one today at Celtic Park is Kevin Clancy. The VAR is Mike Runcon and as the players make their way out the tunnel as well, it's a bit of a change as well because Celtic not in their traditional hoops today either that's because clubs across Scotland have been supporting Shelter Scotland's no home kit campaign as housing and homelessness continues to present itself as a huge problem in this country so Celtic in their black kit today St Johnson wearing their red and white striped kit as well the players are now out the tunnel just lining up and we are moments away from kickoff at Celtic Park Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today. 
Come on then, you three wise men It's that time of the year Come bearing gifts mm. in the form of festive predictions, please You want... Uh, Q always no, goes no, first okay. Go on, Q Celtic 2 St Johnston 2 Wow, oh. Mark Wilson Oh, uh, uh, Listen, I'll give uh, you I'll the money th- myself if that comes up <laughs> Yeah, 3-0 Celtic today, Gordon uh, I'll go 2-0 Celtic, comfortable We are about to find out As Andrew McLean says, both teams wearing away strips today That will be reflected across Scottish football during these fixtures to raise awareness of homelessness in Scotland so just in case you're wondering why things look a little bit different we are about to get underway we're also getting underway between St Mirren and Aberdeen so it's a bit different today we're on here from 12 o'clock until 4 we've got two games just now two games a bit later on we'll try and slot in all the usual fun of the fair with teasers I'm sure we'll talk Christmas nonsense with these three as well so if you're lucky enough to have everything done and you're just sitting back and relaxing Nice to have you, and if you're out and about with the earphones in, uh, equally nice to have you. Stay safe. You don't want to be doing a Hugh Keevens mm. dashing down Buchanan Street at some rate <laughs> last night, spotted by what seems like 3,000 super scoreboard listeners who all got in touch. You know, in the show last night? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you not hear about him? No, no, what happened? Quarter past four, he realises he needs to get into town. Gets a train from here. You know how early this guy likes to be in? Leaves here at quarter past four. And, and gets back town. in time for, and goes into town and gets back in time for yourself. The show. Panicked, panicked. Without somebody taking in. <laughs> I, I, I was on the train. I was knocking people out the way in Gordon Street. Unfortunately, one of the people I knocked out of the way then sent Gordon a, a message to say he'd been knocked out the way. Was it a late Christmas present? I panicked. I one. I was one short, and it was a, for a good biggie, lady. A biggie. Would you go? <laughs> Come on, just tell us. Anyway, and I get back on the train, flapping all the way. <laughs> the little girl in the shop said to me, "Are you in a hurry?" I said, "Yes, yes." But he made. You see, you get a gift wrapped. Yes, obviously. That nice perfume. That's why I was telling her to go. <laughs> I see, don't know this is why you've been married three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't let it be perfume. Please. <laughs> I think maybe we should move on and do the full time teaser. That's why we three get women get fed up with you. In any, oh, she's not in any trouble. Are you ready, Hugh Kevens, with your teaser? This is a good one. Okay. You happy? The first half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. This should be an easy one for the Dazzler, the Blue Moon legend of the blue half of Manchester. Come on, eh? Since 2008, seven players have been on loan at Celtic or Rangers from Man City. Name them. Seven players since 2008 have been on loan at Celtic or Rangers from Man City. Who are they? Good question. You send your answers in to at Clyde SSB on Twitter. You can also see the question written down over there just in case you need to keep referring to it. But there's not a great deal to take in. As Hugh says, seven players on loan at Celtic or Rangers from Man City since 2008. The only tiny, tiny clue I'm going to give, and this only helps if you're a regular listener, there is one obscure name on this list that just keeps popping up on teasers at the moment. That's all I'm going to say to you. Uh, So early stages at Celtic Park in Paisley. Nothing doing yet, if anything. uh, It's St. Johnson that have uh, tried to go... Uh, on the offensive inside the opening couple of minutes but nothing nothing doing uh, there in that one and nothing in Paisley either Fraser Wishart and Andrew McLean 
both keeping an eye on things this afternoon. And if you are just joining us, some interesting team news. Uh, Rio Hatati plays right back for Celtic, Mark. Um, Andrew McLean was right to point out he was there in the warm-up. You know, teams will often do that. They'll line up in a back four. Yeah. So it was pretty obvious he was going to play there. And now that the game has started, he is indeed in that position. Yeah, like I said before, I don't think he would have any problem with that, especially at home and how Celtic suffocate teams and even if they put balls into the box and it falls back out, I mean, who else you want there than a midfielder like Katati who can, you know, recycle the move again or have a pot from distance so I think it'll be quite comfortable now it would be interesting to see I'm getting tested the other way I don't know how much of that we'll see today but if he comes up against an out and out winger who's then going to take him backwards and, and keep running them back the pitch that might be a slightly different proposition but I don't think we'll see it today I was going to say just by, by the nature of the game has has any St Johnston winger ever really gone to Celtic Park and continuously run the right back no, that, away. It's, just, it's unlikely the game pans out that way yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you've heard the, the Callum Davison saying before the game we're here to frustrate Celtic and see if they can catch them probably on the counter attack set play or whatever you look at last week they went up to Dingwall um, terrific two goals uh, uh, Ali Crawford on the bench today so it shows you that he's went for more of a defensive uh, set up than more of attacking uh, try to keep his cell in the game and then maybe as the game goes on uh, use his substitutes but they'll really need to defend well I think Celtic especially with Postacoglu not happy with his front men getting on the end of good quality balls in the box I think you'll see a different Celtic I think afternoon. we have to get used to it that, uh, with the exception of Hearts I would suggest every team uh, in the, the Premiership will park the bus against Celtic or Rangers because economics dictate that they've got squads that cannot compete with Celtic or Rangers unless they play in that fashion and they are deliberately 100% negative. I think that's just the new reality. Uh, so early stages, nothing really to tell you about at Celtic Park. It's, it's fairly predictable in the sense that Celtic are... Uh, the ones pressing forward uh, St Mirren started brightly A couple of corners forced early on Unfortunately for them didn't come to anything uh, So we'll wait and see If we get any early drama And as we said The first half teaser is up and running as well You can send us answers there At Clyde SSB I think it was a big day for Jim Goodwin At St Mirren today Because you know The fans don't expect much against Celtic They expect better than what they saw But they don't expect them to go there and beat them Pretty similar against Rangers in the Kyogo with fight. a header saved by Remy Matthews, Celtic. Uh, and there's going to be a VAR decision on whether it crossed the line. VAR review with Clydebilt Home Improvements. You like that? Love that. Love that. Because bearing in mind we do not have goal line technology, it's even more expensive than VAR. Uh, and there are. Um, our leagues, I believe, that have that VR and not goaling technology. Sadly, we're one of them. Uh, so you're just going to have to look at the cameras and see if they can uh, garner whether it was in and it's play on. So the best they can mm. tell is that it has not. The full ball did not cross the line, and on we go. Well, the Celtic supporters will love that. I heard the noise midweek when uh, Abada believed he had scored, and I think he was correct in his belief, but wasn't given. And uh, now we know what the first call's about uh, come the end of the game here. Well, if it's the right decision, it's the right decision. Um, just 
act like they're all wrong. Um, but yeah, I'm sure people will have opinions on that. It's not been given as a goal. And Celtic nil, mm. St Johnston nil. I think when you, see, when you see the um, that high-profile one between Germany and Japan, was it, in the World Cup, for the entire ball to be across the entire line, it actually does, it takes some, if you know, you know yeah. it, it almost has to look like it's miles over sometimes yeah. for it to be, um, although this one was the was the other way around, that was a bit of ball staying in play, but anyway, Celtic nil, St Johnston nil, and Kyogo threatening early on in that one. I think if you're Callum Davidson, you'd be disappointed at that, a set piece if Celtic mm. are going to score mm. against you at Celtic Park you've just said that we're going to come and frustrate Celtic simple ball across the face bounces in the six yard line you'd be disappointed that one of your defenders isn't right in the centre of that six yard box just heading that away O'Reilly now drags a shot wide so very much Celtic on the ascendancy one way traffic as we expected <clears throat> I know Hugh went for 2-2 um, they need to go up the park first before they can score a goal but Look, it's just the usual. Teams go to Celtic Park, they sit in, they try and make it really difficult. Celtic use the full width of the pitch. They've got good players. Uh, you know, when you look at the Riley one, really should be putting that in the back of the net for me. With the quality he's got on his favourite left foot, he should be burying that. I just scored a goal this season, O'Reilly. I read the other day, uh, which is most unlike him. He's been a real threat since he arrived at Celtic from the MK Dons. Uh, but... Celtic have started as they finished midweek against Livingston and uh, you know Ange Postacoglu is seeing the same mistakes being repeated mm. that said Mark you, you, you're just not going to put every single ball into the net what will probably please Ange Postacoglu a bit more was the number of players that arrived there because that's the bit yeah. that you, you can control yeah uh, Matt O'Reilly may well slip the ball past the post what, what do you do how, how do you change that but when that ball was cut back across I think there was about four or five uh, Celtic players arriving and that clearly gives you a better chance yeah I'd I find that really interesting uh, through the week when Ange Postacoglu came out and said that about bo- balls flashing across the face and how they work in that constantly how the players know the positions or where to fill and he was saying you can't just make up another way of playing this is what we stick to and that was that was quite interesting you're right Gordon in that instance plenty of bodies mm. in the box and if you keep creating chances like that yeah You've got the quality One will go in and it's then a, like It's, a, it's a stressful time of year And I don't know if this is what Is at play Because Ange Postacoglu Who every referee will tell you Very rarely gets involved He's yeah. not that interested He's raging at the officials For a throw into St Johnston <laughs> On the halfway line It just shows you that sometimes uh, There is something that annoys you Andrew McLean who's there Says to be fair It was a terrible decision And clearly should have been a Celtic throw And we've got one of these already In Christmas Eve Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. And it's for Aberdeen, it's Matty Kennedy. What a brilliant goal this is. 25 yards out, rattles it into the top corner, and it's St Mirren nil, Aberdeen 1. Well, I thought it was yeah. a poor midweek. Matty Kennedy, uh, like all the Aberdeen players, but uh, he's come back with a flourish, and Jim Goodman really needs that opening to the match. Yeah, he had just actually hit the post about 30 seconds earlier, so he was just getting his... Uh, his sights lined up Graham Carey's had a free kick for St Johnston the header glanced wide by Stevie May but a good start for Aberdeen yeah a, a start that I think Jim needs look he's not going to come under severe pressure but after the disappointment of the Rangers game where he had three points in his hand and basically I thought tactically once again got it terribly wrong 
you know, they sat in, they invited Rangers on top of them. It's the same with Celtic. They've got better players. They'll cut you open. Scotty Arfield was a massive difference. Um, but he's going to a team that obviously he knows very well, being the ex-manager. So that adds a little bit of spice to it as well for Jim. And he'll be delighted that he's got off to a terrific start. What did you make of last night? Because it is six points, as we said, as things stand. Well, technically it would be seven because um, Celtic are drawing at the moment, but you, you catch my drift, Rangers winning in Dingwall. Well, they've played three times uh, since the <coughs> end of the World Cup and they haven't played convincingly in any game. And they've got nine points, uh, which says as much about them as it does about the opposition, I suppose. Uh, they, they hung in there at Aberdeen. I think Aberdeen were unprofessional and naive. To lose the game from the position they were in with two minutes to go is laughable. Uh, but it's nine points out of nine for Michael Beale, so Rangers mm-hmm. cannot be criticised. Well, it depends if you want to talk about performances. Other than to people... say that the results are better than their performances, but, um, but yeah. the results are there. I did. Like watching the game last night, I thought it was a poor game to watch. But look, if you're Beale and you've been in the building not too long, you're saying that players have got the virus just now that are out, players are carrying injuries, and you had these three games on the horizon, Hibs at home right away, Aberdeen away and Ross County away. Of course you take nine points, but there is still an awful lot of work to do at both ends for Rangers. It's not just defensively, because shipping four goals against Aberdeen and Hibs, um, there's obviously work to be done at the back. But going forward, I, I just think they... They look like they're void of ideas sometimes when they go forward. And, you know, you've got Kent, you've got Sakala, Morelos, Matondo. I don't think Rangers fans are seeing the best out of any of them at the minute. But it's job done and they can sign off for Christmas with nine points out of nine. That's the most important thing. It was a dreadful game. Let's let's not be kidding. Dreadful. Um, but it was all about getting the three points and they achieved that. Lindstrom's goal was... Probably the highlight of the game for me. Terrific goal, great strike, gives the goalkeeper absolutely no chance. I just don't understand um, managers and coaches think that Sakala can play as a number nine through the middle. He can't play there. I, I, I wish they would, the penny would drop and they'd realise that. Is it not a bit of necessity at the moment? I mean, Cholak clearly would play some part if he was available. Morelos is whatever's going on with him. He's been playing through an injury as mm. well. Um, if, if both of them were fit and firing then you, you wouldn't see it would you? No, Well I would hope not because I, I just don't think the lad looks suited there he's in he's in good form he's scoring a few goals um, he's getting a, he's getting plenty of game time under Bill. it looks like one that Bill fancies especially with his pace and that but he's more effective yep. coming off the wide but for Rangers last night I think the guys are right it was all about getting up to Dingwall getting the three points and getting down the road First booking for Aaron Moy Battle of the Aussies Ryan McGowan stole the ball off him uh, he was then pulled back by Aaron Moy Pull of the shirt And into the book he goes Not only interesting team news today But last night when John McLaughlin Again, I don't think there's anything to be read into Alan McGregor was ill But Michael Beale said that So John McLaughlin played And made a very good save in the first half Outstanding save Because when that cross came to the back post You thought it was a certain goal And he managed to throw his foot out Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements Celtic 1, St Johnston nil. He might be playing right back But he's found the opener this afternoon It's Rio Hatati, a drilled finish from the edge of the box Aaron Moy with the pass And Rio Hatati put Celtic in front with 13 minutes gone He's, he's looked very comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. 
He's looked very comfortable at the back, uh, not under immense pressure, but looked comfortable on the ball. And uh, Ange Postecoglou will be delighted. I've got, I've got to say, Hugh, and I'm not joking here when I say this: if you're playing right back for Celtic um, at home against St Johnstone or sitting in, I think it's the easiest position to part to play. I really do. <laughs> I'm, I just I'm, I feel like that was a dig at Mark Wilson. No, no, it it's sounds not, like a dig. It's not. It's, it's not a dig. I just think that you've got the game in front of you. You've got, you know, most of the ball. You can get them down. Time you. You get James Forrest in front of you. You've got midfield players that will come and take the You're ball. So wrong. I, it's so wrong. I actually. I'm I, not. I, I you've don't got to agree with that, Gordon. You must. You must get a lot of time on the ball. And this Celtic team, you do. Yeah, and years gone by like this, and, and a, a game like this, but years gone by, it was there's no, there's no different, Stephen Pearce. It's a different, 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 different standard, you know. We're anyway, up let's not argue about your career. Uh, Real Tati has scored the opener. It was, I think, it took a nick just in front of Remy Did, Matthews' yeah. mark, so it ends up, it ends up quite central in the goal. Uh, and one of those things, if you're Hatati, you've you've done well, you've caught it well, you've kept it on target. If you are St Johnston and Callum Davidson, you're probably frustrated at the initial clearance yeah. that goes to Aaron Moyes, a bit tame, and then there's no real pressure on Hatati either. Well, the goals came about exactly what I said, that Hatati in that position, if a ball breaks to the edge of the box from across, then who would you like, a midfielder who can strike it clean? And St Johnston should clear their lines much better than they have. Moyes just tees him up. And he just catches it nicely, but it does take a nick. And gone then, is it time to give you praise after last week as well? <coughs> With the angle that that comes to Hitati, in another world, he just takes a touch and he tries to cross it or he tries to come back the way. Yeah. But sometimes if you do take that shot, it doesn't even need to be perfect because the slightest nick yeah. can uh, can take it beyond the goalkeeper. I, I think in that instance where you're playing against teams with bodies in the box, there's always an opportunity for that. If you're trying to play the perfect pass all the time, and Celtic were trying that to a certain extent last week against Aberdeen and it just didn't happen you need to take things on for the edge of the box especially when you've got as clean a striker as Hatati or McGregor or O'Reilly you've always got a chance Daniel Phillips into the book now fouled Maeda as he was about to break into the box well Celtic utterly dominant in the match Uh, apart from one header off a free kick for St Johnson that uh, skimmed past the post uh, and that they are looking to get this settled early on. Tell you what, if you're Daniel Phillips, uh, by the way, that resulting free kick's been punched away by Remy Matthews. Um, if you are Daniel Phillips, Gordon, mm. if you're going to pull him back, do it there because Maida's very close oh, to the box. Oh, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't think there's any suggestion that it's in the box. It's not. It's not inside the box, but it's close. And if you're going to need to do it, you he, do it there. He was going into the danger area. Um, he probably could have had a go himself or movement from Kyogo and Forrest and midfield players. So it was one of those ones that was a good free kick to give away in the edge of the box. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Celtic 2, St Johnston nil. It's Kyogo, a front post flick past Remy Matthews. Sounds a bit like uh, the one during the week. It was Matt O'Reilly, the creator this time. That's Kyogo, his goal return in the league has been very good that's him up to 13 in his 16th league appearance it was the other side from midweek so similar to that one but the same outcome Kyogo makes it Celtic 2 St Johnston nil. well easy straight now for Celtic and an ideal start to the Christmas period for Ange Postecoglou I read the column in the paper today Chris Boyd just saying about the Celtic strikers and I, I, I don't get Kyogo getting a hard time just now when he's 
he's just such a goal scorer. You read out the stats there. People on the show saying that Jacques should be in ahead of him. He is a penalty box predator, and he's just shown again there. Front post, great little finish, adds to his tally, and it's game over. Yeah, <clears throat> terrific goal. That's what I'm saying about the time of the runs. They, they, they work in that day in, day out as strikers. Um, especially after the training, you go away with the striking coach, you, you work on balls coming in for the flanks, you work on your timing, going across the goalkeeper. Mm. That's a typical goal there. Perfect. Uh, there is a delay perfect. to kick off, and there's no official. Um, I think it's a possible offside because I must admit, I, I, I did wonder when there's an initial pass played down uh, the flank, Greg Taylor sort of leaves it, if you like, then goes to Hitati, it comes back to Riley, gets crossed in. Uh, but Greg Taylor does leave it, so he's um, it's fine. Goal stands, and the game has restarted. Celtic to St Johnson. Did she flick that? Yeah, wonderful. Oh, it's flick yeah. from Beautiful. Kyogo. That's a real classy finish. You're you're still on for your two two. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. Possible. it's looking good for you. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know, well, the good thing is from here, the way I see this, this is either going to be <laughs> the best ever Hugh Keevans prediction, or maybe one of the worst. I think you might be heading towards the worst mm, Have a go for a lot we'll we'll Stay we'll strong here we'll well, see. You see Mark Wilson said 17 minutes gone we'll see. Game over yeah. Now if I say game over after 17 minutes There's collective laughter in here uh, Oh no it's no, not, not, when, not when Celtic go two <laughs> up at home two to up St at home. And it's going one way As a matter of principle I said Hugh if, The last member we were chatting on the show on Thursday About how someone saw me at a, a certain Nightclub last that's week That's right yes when I got out the taxi and went to the door, the doorman said, Oh, Mark, Hugh, when is Hugh Keevens going to learn about his predictions about Celtic? Well, never I absolutely love it. He says, tell him to keep up the good We'll, we'll find out. Let's see, let's see how bad or good it gets between now and the end of the match. You let's see? revisit that teaser, Hugh, if we can. We've not done it yet. Yes. Since uh, 2008, seven players have been on loan at Celtic or Rangers from Manchester City. Name them We've got seven Let's do some wrong ones then Maybe no Lenny has gone for Brandon Barker He's not there He is not on the list I'm seeing a few shouts coming in For In fact there's a a good few for Brandon Barker I can see Paul Goldie's mentioned him as well Um, Alan has gone for Olivier and Cham Nope Just a permanent signing wasn't he Yep Uh, Stephen has gone for He's gone for a couple of the wrong ones I think you'll be interested in Scott Sinclair No Craig Bellamy No Okay And we'll do one more wrong answer To get it out of the way A fairly common one as well From Ben Lukey Is Dedrick Boyata Well Mark Wilson tried that one as well But it's not true Okay keep your guesses coming At Clyde SSB then Let's see what we can Come up with between now and the end of this half Don't forget it's not only Celtic that are leading Aberdeen as well Matty Kennedy A terrific 25 yard strike uh, Beyond the St Mirren goalkeeper And it's been a tough old week For Aberdeen But they are in front in Paisley The Jim Goodwin derby If you want to call it that uh, Celtic very comfortable as well um, and oh, oh, As are Aberdeen They're now sort of keeping possession quite well Which I'm sure will frustrate the St Mirren fans You don't like to see an opposition team come to your patch and do that. But I don't need, really need that. That's what was making the point earlier on. That it's okay losing to Celtic and Rangers, and it has gotten the way the game was lost the other night for Jim. But he had to get some sort of performance. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, a result at the game. 
today if he finished up for Christmas three defeats on the bounce and one of those to St Mirren then I know he's third on the table just now but it still doesn't look great for him so he'll be pleased his team's won up and keep possession here's an interesting concept we've been talking about teams who part the bus now if you are 2-0 down just going to ask you this you've yeah, read my mind uh, you know what is the point in parking the bus any longer or do you say that in the new reality of Scottish football yeah, it's 2-0, we're going to keep it there rather than have it 5 or 6. That's assuming you can keep it there. Because mm. uh, I was I had Callum Davidson's clip ringing in my ears, the one we played, where he said, you know, it's about hanging in there, it's about frustrating them as long as you can. Once you are 2-0 down a quarter of the way through the game, that game plan is completely out the window, isn't it? I I, I don't think he'll change anything just now at 2. I, I could see the point with 3. Look, I'm not saying St Johnson I'm going to get anything out of this game of course or not but the next goal if it goes to St Johnston then fine you're still back in this game but if you go and say right okay we'll scrap that plan we'll put players up top we'll try and get at Celtic and they got the part and cut you open very easily score three you're looking at five six seven I think I think Celtic's 9-0 win at Tannadice earlier in the season spooked everyone and Managers because it cost Jack Rossi's job. He was out the door days after. Uh, managers are now saying, "No, no, there'll be no nine against my team." Uh, and so we have St Johnston two 0 down, and not at all interested in going after anything. I suppose if you're Callum Davidson, though, you're thinking of just a few days mm. ago when David Martindale's Livingston, yeah, went two 0 down, and uh, well, they scored right away, of course, mm-hmm. but they hung in there at half time, and in the second half looked an entirely different game than the first half. I suppose that would be your game plan, but if it goes three, then the horse is bolted, would he? Do? Then do you, do you open up and take I, another I, seven? I think they, they appear to be saying, not just Callum Davidson and St Johnston, but others appear to be saying, well, they could score nine against us and maybe even double figures. So there'll be no attempt to to play in a offensive fashion. And I, I and I think Celtic will fancy a few goals today. Obviously, the words of the manager will still be ringing in a few players' ears, thinking, I need to do better, we need to start putting these chances away. Celtic are dominating the game. A lot of people get get fooled with this. Well, so St. Johnson will need to come out and have a go. You know the difficult thing about it? It's actually it's, doing that. It's doing yeah. it. Right, unless you've been on that pitch against a good Celtic team, then you don't realise how hard it is because they close you down, they don't give you space. When they get mm. the ball, it's very hard to get it back. So as it's much actually, as... It's the same as even the other way. We fall into that trap, don't we? This idea that... And I get why it frustrates fans of bigger teams when opposition teams park the bus, but it's actually hard to do that effectively as well. That's why they still end up winning most of the games, even though teams are sitting in. You look at this, if this is St Johnston sitting in, then... Well, they're working because Celtic have had loads of chances. So to do that effectively is tough. Um, and as you say, it's not a case of flicking a switch and saying, all right, we have a goal. Oh. How are you going to do that? You don't have the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's where people don't realise. And, and the composure when you get the ball. Because remember, shifting 10 to 15 yards to go and close in a, a Celtic player to then go the other side and keep doing that and then you win the ball back, it takes it out your legs and you've not got that quality and composure. Um, so very very difficult and saying that Celtic should be further ahead here it's interesting to see how many bodies are actually getting in the box it's almost over over egging it Ange Postacoglu certainly told them 
you know, his feelings on the other night because at that instance there was six players, yeah. six Celtic players in the box here for that cutback. Well, that man who had a good World Cup or certainly a good finish to the World Cup, Keanu Bacchus, he's had a decent effort, but it was a brilliant block by Liam Scales uh, for Aberdeen. So that keeps Aberdeen in front thanks to that Matty Kennedy goal. Celtic two up at home to St Johnston. And of course, we've got Dundee United, Hearts, and Hibs Livingston still to come a bit later on this afternoon. Plenty to look forward to. Yeah. What happened to your team last night, Gordon DL? Disastrous <sighs> result. I, I, I couldn't believe it, Gordon. I really couldn't. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't make it. Um, <laughs> I had a wee short of a chest problem. And I opened the window just to hear the atmosphere. And I was, you know, singing along when we went to 2 0 up. And then all of a sudden, disaster struck. Um, that was that was a poor two points to lose. Oh. You've had the three points. You're at home. Um, you're against a struggling Kilmarnock side. Two 0 up. I'm going uh, to be critical of Mother. As well. yeah, yeah, you should you should see that out. I I, I was well, I very disappointed. Worth, what about Polworth? A terrific goal. Terrific. Absolutely. Terrific. <laughs> I mean. We always talk about big picture and, and that's it You couldn't argue with that You cannot chuck a 2-0 lead Against 10 men yeah. You just cannot But it also just shows you how You know Quick moments in football The first one I don't, Is that oh. even going in? Is it even on target? I don't really know It comes off Palm against head And goes in And then the next one's your Your lottery win A 30 yard strike yeah. that, that swerves into the top corner And before you know it It's yeah, gone Just moments like that Well it's the first goal I looked at the first goal And I thought McGinn actually Put that much effort into try to head it away. It's obviously come off the wrong side of his head, but it was like a striker's finish. And I thought he had more time to actually guide it somewhere else. So, I mean, you get that, that's a real body blow to you. But then, after that, to lose one from that distance, one of your ex-players as well runs away into the corner, celebrating. Your your first game back, right? You're looking at the fixtures coming up. Away to Rangers, away Mm -hmm. to Livingston. All of a sudden, you could be in deep, deep trouble. Um, so I I think that Stevie Hamill and everyone concerned at Motherwell will be really disappointed because you've got the, the three points and as you quite rightly said Gordon against it you've got to see that out you've got to at home what I don't have the, any problem with Paul Worth going to celebrate I mean the, the turkey on his table tomorrow will be paid for by St Johnston so <laughs> Kilmarnock Kilmarnock, uh, Kilmarnock rather. Uh, so who's got, know, who's got a problem with him going celebrate well no, Mark just mentioned that he went to the Went over the to the, the corner oh. where the is it Motherwell boys? They sit. Yeah, yeah, Gordon goes in there sometimes. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, imagine I'll, you I'll in there. As young people, the big horn, the I bugle. Oh, I've got the horn. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bugle. As young people you. say, he was having it large. <laughs> uh, and I, the, he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did you know, young people say? He was having it large. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that before. I'm just glad we stopped talking about Gordon Dale's horn, quite frankly, because yeah, uh, this is a family show, as everyone knows. So, as I say, the turkey on his table will be paid for by Billy Bowie and Kilmarnock Football Club. So, he should be celebrating a Kilmarnock goal. Uh, that's a bit of a backstory there, though, isn't there? I think, was it Mrs. Polworth? I don't even know if they're married, so forgive me, but. I'm sure there was tweets sent when he was at Motherwell under Graham <laughs> Alexander and it all went a bit you can't, you can't, get, let, you can't let that get involved that's, modern that's not football here would that, would that have happened in your day a, a, a wife a, a partner tweeting and <laughs> or, or writing a letter to the manager saying well, how unhappy she was at I remember one player's wife with the, got the sheet out sacked the board held it up outside the, the door who was it really yeah gives a clue no don't bother uh, do you know what I actually saw a clip this morning that would be I think this is right up your street because you know how 
the things you love the most are like golf, mm-hmm. proposing, mm-hmm. and like whatever else. <laughs> and the reception. In, in that order. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's gone viral. I think it's. I think it's in Albania. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Boy runs on to invade the pitch, right? But it's all it's all staged. It's all a joke. So he f- he deliberately falls over. He pretends that he's seriously injured. So the stewards that have come on to help him, uh, sorry, to wrestle him off the pitch, are all of a sudden worried, and everyone starts like waving on uh, assistance, and they wave on, and his his girlfriend rushes on. At which point he just rolls over, gets up on one knee, pulls oh, out the, the wedding ring. Beautiful. So uh, yeah. you happy with that? I, 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 yeah, but what would have made that is that she would say. No, no. <laughs> I would love that. I would just love, love to try today. Just, uh, just uh, nah, nah. I'm not marrying you. I'll fancy keep that up else. your sleeve. For I'm, your gonna, next... I'm gonna be your mate. I can just <laughs> see Something you like clambering out of the East Stand at Fir Park, <laughs> waddling on with your gammy <laughs> and your dodgy knee. I would love to see Gordon Dale have one of those newspaper columns where he answers letters from people who have. <laughs> Affairs of the heart Dear Dazzler Dear Dazzler Dear Dazzler I think it would get Shut down within A week Yeah I think Mm. it's an absolute Guarantee No I'm here for the people I'm here for the people Mm -hmm. I give good Give good advice (laughs) Get married as many times As you can It's a great day out Celtic 2 St Johnston 0 We've passed the half hour mark It's easy street for Celtic Hatati Kyogo Can they kick on And Make it that bit more convincing can it be different from uh, midweek when going 2-0 up didn't necessarily guarantee a hugely comfortable afternoon we find out what comes next uh, Aberdeen won up and uh, doing pretty well there as well albeit I told you about that Keanu Bacchus shot that was blocked brilliantly uh, by Liam Scales not too long ago as well you can stay in touch all afternoon Hitati now with a bit of defensive work to be done a good defensive header in his own box he's doing it all he's scored See, at one end it's all easy I played right back with Rangers at a game against Dundee United Tanadise and I thought it was the easiest position I've ever played in my life what easier than up front for Wraith Rovers easy uh, and yeah. division Cause you, you, you see the, have done that you see the full pitch in front of you I know you've got people that will cover you. You're often playing you've against get, the fastest trackies. You've got a line next to you. You've got a line to next to you. Exactly. You just <laughs> go not straight beyond line. this line. Straight line. Yeah. Do I not will, go right you, when you, you get I, to that you line. You strikers just stand in the middle of the box. Don't do any hard work, and then it comes in. You just put it in. We've done all the hard work. By the time it gets to the box, you just get the final touch. I've got to say, I enjoyed the experience of playing as a right back. It's brilliant. Like, the really most did. fashionable players in the world now play right back. Mm. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, Carter, Bic- Carter Vickers easy for me to say <laughs> has been booked for taking down Stevie May on the halfway line so May had just kind of flicked the ball past him it's your standard stopping a, a promising quite, attack quite interesting that the game's so easy for Celtic mm. and Moy and Carter Vickers are the ones it's that just are in the, the stopping a promising attack isn't it I mean it's just Stevie May running on the near the halfway line let's check in on your teaser please oh. Hugh since 2008 seven players have been on loan at Celtic or Rangers from Man City. Name them. Uh, you're doing pretty well out there. I must admit there's a good response. Even Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are doing pretty well. So that pre- <coughs> maybe tells you it's quite an easy uh, question this afternoon. I gave you some of the wrong answers not too long ago. Um, and I'll tell you what, most of you are getting close. You really are. I can see sh- more shouts though for the likes of Ch- and Cham and Boyata from Allen. They are wrong I said that earlier on Another common wrong one From Chris RFC Colo Turi Not there yeah. That wasn't a loan signing From Man City I'm afraid 
Stephen Robinson's another one Stephen Robson, sorry Another one that's gone Toure and Barker So they're definitely the most common uh, Wrong answers There is still time What will we go we'll Give you another Ah, plenty of time actually Give you another 10 minutes or so uh, On that first half teaser I think you two might have We've done it completely done yeah. it. Let uh, me minute, see. minute Man City comes in I know, I know uh, everything Daz has pulled out a few crackers I know everything about By the way, City. I think you two have got all seven correct yeah. Yes, that's very good The last one was a difficult but one the, for us The number six that on your list That's because of that wee clue that I gave you When I said that it's just an obscure name That's mm. popped up on the teaser recently That, that was Daz that got that you Got to give him credit That has helped you out, I must admit Now, where are you on your phone at that time, weren't you? Coincidentally Listen I wish you guys Would get away from this No I wasn't on my phone I'm not a (laughs) cheat It's a good call It's a good call that one Uh, We're at that stage already We're not far away We'll get you team news From Dundee United Hearts I'll bring you team news From Hibs Livy As well Because they kick off In 55 minutes I'm struggling to Keep keep up with this schedule This afternoon Mm. It's a a strange one Uh, Two games last night Two at half twelve Two at two o'clock And up the road At four p.m. for us There will still be an open line So we'll do that When the Half 12 games finish So when Celtic St Johnston And St Mirren Aberdeen Finishes uh, We will Take calls uh, And you can look back On last night You can look at today's Games as well Penalty St Mirren And a red card For Aberdeen Captain Anthony Stewart So that changes things uh, I'd imagine it's one of those uh, denying an obvious goal-scoring opportunity types. Although Fraser oh, can confirm, who takes it the penalties for Saint Sounds like it. You're right there, yeah. Right, pick your nose back up. However, <laughs> as you would expect, we've got one of these. VAR review with Clyde oh. Built Home Improvements. Just checking it. Just checking it. Pull at the initial allegation was a pullback on Ayunga. As he burst forward, denying an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. See, Fraser Wisher knows the lingo. He's mm. told me it's dogzo. Uh, uh, That's what they call it. What's That's the, what the oh, refs call yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Is it denying an obvious goal-scoring opportunity? Dogzo. So dogzo. rather than saying all of that, so see if you were to listen into VAR uh-huh. and listen into the communication between the refs, they would be shouting dogzo, dogzo, because it saves you saying denying obvious goal-scoring opportunity. That's good. I like that. Would you like that? Yeah, I like dogzo. that. You're gonna shout. You'll, up, you'll, be, up, you'll be up. Ravens, Craig, with Willie Collum dogzo. next week. Hey, Willie, dogzo. dogzo. <laughs> Dogzo, I like that. I'm uh, going to use that. Right, here's the thing, and this is a, this is kind of, we're still learning, aren't we, with, with VR because the ref gave a free kick outside the box. <coughs> VR says it's inside the box, right? Okay. So, penalty. Yep. Now, st- still a red card. You would imagine if yeah. it's if it's a, a pull back because that's not making an attempt to get the ball, uh-huh. but that is one that you know. The, could have changed because of where the offence was but penalty um, red card all stands like I say because of the the pool yeah because whether that's inside the box or not um, you're going to get sent off for that and it's going to be Mark O'Hara with the penalty he's he's expecting him to miss yeah good good form recently that's a body blow for Jim Mark O'Hara goal flashes with Clyde built home improvements and it is an equaliser for St Mirren and Aberdeen are down to 10 men. So that changes things. Yeah, it just shows you how quickly a game can turn its head, Gordon. Aberdeen got off to their terrific start, um, you know, bossing the game and sending off, penalty kick, 1-1. St Mirren will fancy it now. Bad things just follow Jim Goodwin around. 
87th minute goal from Callum McGregor last Saturday to give Celtic a win at Petaudry. Two goals lost in the final two minutes of time added on against Rangers. Another defeat and now this. If it wasn't for bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. He sneaked in at the post, has Mark O'Hara, and we're level there. Good game. You have to say Celtic Park's died down a little bit, Mark. It it neither looks, certainly doesn't look like St Johnston will do anything. And um, Celtic haven't really had their their foot to the floor quite as much in recent minutes. But you wouldn't be surprised if they popped up with a goal soon. No, the first half hour, I thought Celtic had been excellent took on their manager's instructions, got two goals early on and then created numerous other chances that they probably should have added a third by now with the amount of balls into the box and the amount of possession they've had. But you're right. Yeah, there, there is another chance for Celtic. It's a ball into the left, turns into a bit of a, a scramble uh, in the box. Kyogo and then Forrest just can't quite get a clean shot away under pressure and it ends up in the arms of Remy Matthews. So it certainly still looks more likely uh, that Celtic score a third than anything at the other end but it's two for now when Ange wants uh, bodies in the box sometimes he's getting too many bodies mm-hmm. in the box uh, against Livingston I thought they were falling over each other yeah and I suppose if, from a St Johnson perspective you're just trying to throw your bodies on the line and mm. that's kind of what happened there they did enough to put Forrest and Keogh go off I think from St Johnson's point of view you're trying to get in at two you don't don't go three because three then that team talk at half time is just a case of look we need to try and get nil nil in the second half or we're in for a real hard uh, afternoon so get in it two and then you can maybe make a couple of positive changes or something to your tactics. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. So the window, it's a goal for Celtic. It's James Forrest's cross. Kyogo again attacking the six-yard box. He gets his second of the day. He's third in the last couple of days, and this is a real doing now for St Johnston. Five minutes until the break, maybe even more, and it's Celtic three, St Johnston nil. I was, I was saying there, just get in at three, uh, <laughs> and then you can have a positive team talk, but. Oh, it's going to be a long afternoon now. Um, this could this could run up a fair score this afternoon. I'm ruling out two two. Yeah, that's a <laughs> prediction out the window as well, Hugh. <laughs> it's, it's confirmed. Lasted, he, lasted longer than I thought it would. They have six games, no defeats, St Johnston, and yet they have to come and play in that particular way. And now at three nil, uh, they'll just say, well, it could be nine. So we'll just try and see if we can keep it down. We've got a long way from 2-2 <laughs> two, 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 to 9-0. Nine nine. That's the quickest turnaround <laughs> I've seen. I, I said to you 9-0 for Celtic at Dad. I spooked everyone. That's and the quickest turn since you came out of Central Station at 4.15 <laughs> yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I, I see no reason to dwell on mistakes. I just get on and uh, keep talking. You'll go on a hat-trick. It's, it's a fantastic goal. The amount of times you see this from Celtic, you know, what's a pass from Aaron Moy to pass. James Forrest? So usually it's it's Ralston into a badder that kind of move for anybody listening, and it's inside the fullback. Forrest composes himself, but when you see the run for Kyogo, because Kyogo starts behind the St Johnson defender, he knows exactly when Forrest is going to cross it, and that's where he makes his dart across the defender and tucks it away. Great goal! It's brilliant from the striker's point of view. Great move. Forrest gets his head up, puts it in the the the, the position that. Kyogo wants it but I've got to say if I was Callum Davison I'd be disappointed My def- your defender's got to come over and cut that space out and give give a little bit of hope but it's a great ball by Moy plays it inside the full back Forrest times his run great ball across there you go two well are they having a look? 
No, it's fine. You're okay. Oh, and they, they would. You're going to look at pretty much every every goal, and there was maybe a slight belief that there was an offside down the right, but I think play has continued, and Celtic are three uh, 0 to the good as far as I can gather. Um, I mean, Mark, you get the get the logic right in certain moments that if Celtic are putting balls into the box and they're not getting converted and they're not bodies in there, and and no Kyogo misses chances, I understand to. to just to a point why we hear so much clamour for Giacomakis but at the same time that is key will go up to 14 Premiership goals in 16 matches yeah. I mean what, what more is he realistically going to do in front of goal? Uh, I, I actually don't know because it's a great return for this time in the season and you know if he keeps 13, fit my apologies 13. if he keeps fit uh, he will be the top goal scorer this season I have no doubt about that now Giacomakis very good player but I, I just don't get the argument that you know we're to hear more and more voices for Jack and Marcus to get the call before Kyogo I could see that if Kyogo was misfiring to be fair maybe some of the calls are simply for more minutes rather than to be an yeah. automatic uh, yeah, replacement yeah. at all times I could understand that yeah because I think that must be incredibly frustrating yeah. being a striker on the bench and coming on in the 82nd minute I can see that um, but games like today you would think Giacomacus is going to get a fair part of this game You know in the second half Curious Creature says I wrote into the paper Because I needed some advice From someone with good knowledge Who's been married more than twice This chap they call the Dazzler Told me not to be forlorn And invited me to Fir Park Just to see him blow his horn <laughs> Happy Christmas guys And happy Christmas uh, to Curious Creatures We've got the first of the team news hits From the two o'clock games Dundee United Hearts That could be a cracker With a lot at stake Dave Galloway is the man Yeah really looking forward To this one uh, Gordon An absolute cracker uh, In store A very sunny Tanadice The pitch looking In absolutely perfect Condition as well Dundee United They're all set For their first game In six weeks As they try to Kick start A climb up The Premiership They could certainly Do with a lift uh, Having suffered Four defeats Out of five League games But although They are at the Foots of the table They're certainly Not marooned Not just yet Hearts fans Will be here In their thousands in fact, they've completely sold out their allocation and the club have advised any supporters without a ticket not to travel. There's a big extra incentive for a win for them that would take them above Aberdeen and into third place, assuming the Dons don't uh, see off St Mirren. Looking at the teams then, I can tell you three changes for Dundee United. Uh, they bring in McMahon, Jum and Harks for Graham, Sibold and McGrath. So it's Birigiti in goals at the back it's the three of uh, Smith Edwards and McMahon midfield Freeman Jume Levitt and Behich with Harks and Middleton playing behind the main striker Fletcher on the subs bench for United Eriksson Mulgrew Graham Niskanen Sibold Mikasen Sadat Watt and McLeod well what about Hearts it's a case of if it ain't broken don't fix it a really good win last weekend against Kilmarnock they are unchanged so it's Gordon and goals Halkett Kingsley and Cochran at the back Smith Devlin Snodgrass and Halliday in midfield and up top a front three of Shankland in the middle supported by uh, Ginelli and Mackay the subs for them Clark Grant Keogh Atkinson, Rolls, Forrest, Sibick 
uh, Henderson and Smith. That's C. Smith uh, and your match referee today. Dana Dice is Colin Stephen. Yes, looking forward to that one. Andy Halliday's here. We'll need to keep an eye on that, see how that's sprouting over the Christmas period as well. Mm. Uh, in the starting 11 for Hearts today, and you look at that league table, it's an opportunity for... Dundee United Gordon they're at home they would have expected Ross County to lose last night and they did to be fair at one point they thought Kilmarnock weren't ending up with anything either but maybe over the piece you look at neither Motherwell or Kilmarnock pulling too far away from you and this could be a big a big period for Dundee United yeah you're at home uh, you've got to start picking up points especially if you're bottom of the league half time Celtic Park Andrew McLean Celtic 3, St Johnston 0, the half-time score. Ange Postacoglu will be happier than he was midweek because his side are taking their chances and surely cruising to victory here. Kyogo nearly gave Celtic the lead in the opening 10 minutes. A corner bounced through to him at the back post, but Remy Matthews palmed that one off the line. Then missed chances at both ends in quick succession. Matt O'Reilly dragging his shot at one end before Stephen May glanced the header past the post at the other. Rhea Hatate, well, he's playing as a makeshift right back today, but it hasn't stopped him getting forward or stopped him getting on the score sheet because 14 minutes in, Celtic broke forward there was a poor clearance from Midas Cross that allowed Moy to lay off Atati his deflected strike found the back of the net Kyogo then made it two a few minutes later Matt O'Reilly's low cross from the left was cleverly flicked in at the near post by the Japanese striker Ange Postacoglu had been wanting him and the Celtic players to attack the six yard box and he did that again for his second and Celtic's third great pass down the channel by Aaron Moy to James Forrest it was his low cross put it on a plate for Kyogo who finished well once again unlike we with my Christmas preparation Celtic look to wrap things up early here half time score Celtic 3 St Johnson nil. yes comfortable Hugh Stevens. yeah very comfortable uh, St Johnston show no sign of coming out and trying to make a game of it they know that the game is over and they are now in the business of damage limitation so if I were Ange Postacoglu Bearing in mind that he's got Easter Road And Hibs on Wednesday night I'd be thinking about taking five off And another five on He'll certainly be looking at changes Whether he does that at half time Or gives it another 15-20 minutes Gordon He'll have that plan in his head now Because the game's put to bed It's comfortable Celtic have been excellent Scored some very very good goals He was asking his strikers To go on to the end of crosses They've certainly listened to him uh, Kyogo's timing of his two goals has been absolutely perfect Hatate playing it right back to Gay gets his reward but a real uphill battle now for St Johnston it's a difficult one for St Johnston Callum Davison because you know his fans will be saying well we've lost the three points get the players up the pitch have a go but this team could, you could walk out Celtic Park losing about 6-7-8-0 uh, so it's going to be difficult to see what he does in the second half but certainly Celtic have been excellent today we are nearly there in Paisley, so we'll give you the halftime story in hopefully under a minute's time. Fraser Wishart got in touch to say there were four minutes added on. That, by my reckoning, was about four minutes ago, so we'll hear from Fraser soon. Uh, but if you are just catching up, a quick recap Celtic cruising 3 0 up at the break against St Johnson. Let's go to Paisley then and get the story from Fraser. Yeah, half-time is sitting on one, Aberdeen one. It's just amazing how a game can change in just a moment. With 36 minutes gone, Aberdeen all one up. A brilliant Matty Kennedy strike, looking sharp, dominating possession. Sitting on becoming frustrated, and all of a sudden, Joe Younger punt. But he just latches onto a mistake, bursts through on goal. He's pulled back by Anthony Stewart. The skipper, red card, penalty by O'Hara. It's 1-1. 
And then all of a sudden, St Mirren have got a spring in their step and a tough 45 minutes ahead for Aberdeen. St Mirren started brightly, a couple of corners the first couple of minutes. Spell of pressure came to nothing. But after that, Aberdeen began to come back into the game. In the ninth minute, Kennedy hit the near post with a shot on the angle from the right. But play continued. And as the ball came back out, Matthew Kennedy picked the ball up in the centre of the pitch, some 25, 30 yards out. And he rifled the ball high into the net, past Carson, top right-hand corner. Goalkeeper, no chance. Aberdeen got a real lift from the goal, really dominating the ball keeping it ball well, moving, sitting around, much to frustration of sitting players who gave away a series of fouls, and really took the Simon about 10-15 minutes to recover from that goal and get close to Carroll, Carroll Roos, again a number of corners and throw-ins, good defending by Aberdeen, a great block by Liam Scales, denied Bacchus in the act of shooting, then an Erhon volley, drifted a yard wide, but half him up past without Roos having a save to make, Johnny Younger then made a yard, 16 yards out, and fired the shot over the bar. He should have hit the target. But the game changed. Said they in 36 minutes. Don Skipper, Anthony Stewart pulled back a younger as he ran into the box. Referee Nick Walsh gave a free kick on the outside of the box and the red carded Stewart that VAR overturned uh, Walsh's decision and gave a penalty kick. Mark O'Hara stepped up. Not the best penalty. It sneaked in. It might have hit the post and then the goalkeeper, so it might actually be an own goal. But no matter, 38 minutes, the ball was in the back of the net. And someone could have been ahead at the break. Younger missed a sitter just two minutes before the end of the half. Tanzer did really well on the left-hand side. Excellent cross. Just hung up at the back post. Free header for a younger. Rather than head it down, he headed it high towards goal. Good save by Roos, but the big striker really should have scored. The question now for Jim Goodwin, how does he approach the second half with 10 men? Half-time here, Simon 1, Aberdeen 1. Big 45 ahead then in Paisley. We will do the answers to the first half teaser next. Half time in the 12.30 kickoffs. We've got two games to come at two o'clock. So Celtic leading St Johnston by three goals to nil. A Kyogo uh, double uh, as part of that first half performance. It's St Mirren one, Aberdeen one as well. Aberdeen are down to ten men though. Anthony Stewart has been sent off. Whilst we've got a quiet moment at the break, Hugh, let's finish this off. The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online Since 2008 Seven players have been on loan At Celtic or Rangers From Man City They are Daniel Arzani Patrick Roberts John Gadetti Aaron Nemani Jason Denier Vladimir Weiss and Georgie Samaras a great yes. response to this and lots of you got it right as well so thanks for taking part even if you were hopeless thank you for taking part if you got them all right well done but the top three on the podium looks like this the old bronze medalist is Sean McCready well done to you Sean not quite as fast as Aaron McIntosh and none of you were as fast as NS1872 well done winner of the first half teaser and we will of course do a second half teaser very soon a who am I get your thinking caps on we'll bring you that and the second half of Celtic St Johnston and St Mirren Aberdeen next the fastest goals the expert opinions this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard back underway at Celtic Park no changes yet so you would ex- Ange Postacoglu rolls the dice every single game that they play anyway Hugh Keevans um, never mind one where they're three up and cruising so they won't be far away um, I, I would imagine with Hibs in mind on Wednesday night at Easter Road uh, you'd see Abada, Jota, mm. Haksabanovic 
um, before very long. Otherwise, what is the point? You know, strength and depth is meant to be used. Yeah, they always tend to make f- at least four uh, in a game. Let's see if we've kicked off in Paisley yet, Fraser. No, still waiting for the teams to come out. I think we were at four or five minutes later than the, the Celtic game and the players. The subs are still just uh, warming up. Um, I'm just looking at the Aberdeen to see whether they've got anybody that might be coming on at half-time. I think the question for Jim Goodwin is how does he approach the second 45? I mean, they, they were really good, Aberdeen. They knocked the ball around well. They were keep possession at the back. They were moving Simmons around. Simmons couldn't get on the ball, really frustrated. And then just that one moment when a younger burst into the box. Just a bit slack on the ball at the back once or twice, Aberdeen. And it was a definite free kick. Question was, was it in or outside the box? VAR says it was in the box and it was a definite red card. So does he continue with um, Matty Kennedy, who's been good? Scored a brilliant goal, hit the post. But he's a, he's a winger, really. And he's playing right back. So I think Jim Brunen must be thinking about maybe bringing on Richardson or somebody else at uh, right back. It's amazing, I said at half-time, how a game can change just in a moment. You know, St. Man were really getting frustrated. A couple of spells of pressure, but they hadn't tested Roos at all. And uh, a few free kicks, and they were beginning to get a bit frustrated with the, the opposition as well. The fans were shouting at the referee, and now all of a sudden they're, they're the team who are going to take the initiative and take the game to Aberdeen. And you can only really see Sitman, I think, going and win this game. Yeah, I mean, to most teams, uh, having a man advantage is that it's an advantage. Just don't ask Gordon Diel and his fellow Motherwell fans. It didn't work last night. It didn't work at Tynecastle before the break either. Just sometimes, Fraser, can it can it go the other way? Oh, it can go the other way and uh, Aberdeen set up with a 4-3-2 so they kept the two up front he likes Miofsky and, and Duke up front and, and that's the question he's got to go does he, does he go that way and I think that's sometimes the best way to go when you have got 10 men because if you sit right back you're just going to invite pressure and it's a long time 45 minutes whereas if you've got Duke and Miofsky they can get, get you up the park and maybe win a free kick or two or maybe get a corner and just take the pressure off the, off the back four but so they got a real lift I mean they, they weren't really at their best Looked a wee bit sluggish the first game for six weeks. Aberdeen were sharper, better on the ball. But just when they got the goal, all of a sudden they looked much better. Sitman got a real lift from him. I think I should have scored. Really clear header at the back post, three header. Header that sort of head high from six yards. A really powerful header, but heading it down at all, then I think that, that, that he would have he'd have scored. The Roos would have had uh, no chance. I'm just looking here, looks like Greg Kilty is going to come on. So Sitman are making the change. So that might be a positive one for them that they're going to, they're going to make. How bring on another the, attacking player how did that big decision to give the penalty and send Anthony Stewart off how did that go down with Jim Goodwin uh, I think he was I think he knew it was a, a clear foul and it was, the question was was it inside or outside the box Nick Walsh gave outside Var gave it inside Anthony Stewart was standing near him he didn't really speak to him much they'd been a wee bit slack much to Jim's frustration um, on the ball just because he had so much of the ball and it was feel easy for them and they gave it away two or three times just before that that incident so uh, no it was fairly passive because it was what it was it wasn't a decision that you could argue with it was a clear decision for the for the, for the referee but uh, a couple of changes here I think certainly Jack McKenzie is going to come on here so maybe he's going to play at, uh, at full back and it's Duke that's coming off he got an, a, a knock actually got an injury in the first half so he's come on and he's going to play at the back um, uh, Jack McKenzie and I think first when Kilty's come on I didn't see who's going off I can see a younger, but certainly it's going to be an attacking change for for, for Simon, no doubt. But I think maybe Ethan Erehon has come off, so Simon are going to go for it. Yes, big 45 minutes ahead in Paisley then. Can either side head into Christmas Day with a victory? Certainly a numerical point of view, it would be more likely St Mirren can do it, but you never know. Uh, We're poised there and the second half about to get underway, so I'll keep you up to speed on anything that happens there. Uh, we're back on the way at Celtic Park. We've been and have been for a, a good few minutes with Celtic 3-0 up. And in terms of the, the way the game's 
being played, Gordon, it's exactly the same as the first half. Yeah, wasn't expecting anything else. I think Callum Davison's just trying to make sure that he doesn't leave Celtic Park tonight with a six, seven, eight, nine hanging over his head, which is you know could be on the cards if they opened up, if they put more men up top, but. Celtic will just prod away, use the width of the pitch, get players forward, try and get quality balls in the box and get a finish on them. And then, like you said, Gordon, Postacoglu likes to change and freshen things up. He's got quality on the bench that can come on hurt uh, St. Johnston with a point to prove as well. So I think this is a long second half. Right, Hugh, let's get this up and running if it's going to be a long second half. The second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Florent Maluda and Emil Heskey. I've been managed by Steve Bruce at two different clubs. I played for one club in Scotland and reached the quarterfinals of a major domestic cup in England and France. Who am I? I played alongside Floral Maluda and Emil Heskey, been managed by Steve Bruce twice at different clubs, played for one club in Scotland and reached the quarterfinals of a major domestic cup in England and in France who am I? Great question he's made them nice and tough heading into the big day tomorrow so if you want to take part it's at Clyde SSB to send your answers in and that's where you can see it written down as well we've tweeted the question because it can be a bit longer a bit harder to understand take all that information in so you can see it written down there and I'm going to confidently say that if he gets this Mark Wilson Somebody's told them That's a a difficult one I'll only do my very best Like I do Week in week out Um, I've now got to the stage That I don't take the criticism (laughs) Any any further now I just I let it Just wipe off my shoulders And I move on Right I'm glad Let's move on I know it's Luckily luckily though We don't need to listen to Much longer Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements it was the last Celtic right back to be on a hat trick. Really? Tati, it's a quick passing move. Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold oh, on. Man, man. Get, his, get the button. Hold that thought, will you? Just you wait a second. VAR review with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Flag goes up, which is now the way they, they sort of do it. You know, that you delay the flag, make sure you don't uh, rule out a goal um, unnecessarily. It was a good finish as well and quick passing. To get him into the box Then the flag goes up So they will check it They will have a look They will draw the lines Hawkeye will do its thing And they will assess Whether it was offside It was a really really nice move as well The yeah. final touch uh, Was from Callum McGregor Into the path of Hatati Who arrived Ange Postacoglu Puts his hands over his face um, And we will find out VAR has ruined Ange Postacoglu's match day experience He is a changed man since VAR came in here He was the least animated manager in the country uh, And now he makes his feelings known Heart on his sleeve, etc That's never <coughs> exciting It's going to stand Why are they checking that? Why are they checking that? It's going to stand, I think that is never offside in the middle. Well, that's what, well, that's what VR's there for, then, isn't well, it? Yeah, exactly. So the Celtic fans who who moan uh, about it being there, well, they'll be thanking their lucky stars it's there today because that would have ruled out what would have been a f- uh, what is a fantastic goal. I mean, Natati's mm. so far onside there. 
it's, it's scary to think that you know the linesman has put his flag up after after the pass from McGregor. It's a brilliant move. I must admit, McGregor. right? You you've been there as well. See when yeah, and it does. It stands. Celtic are four <sighs> nil up. Celtic are four nil up. You tried it, Mark. See when you've got a defender running one way and a, an attacker sprinting the opposite direction and it's touched when we get to see it back and you and you get it stopped you think oh how have they got that wrong but see actually doing that in quick time is tough and guess what that's why VAR's worked uh, why it's there it's meant to do that Hatati scored it stands and everyone should be happy why is it taking unless you're so Callum long? Davidson the only argument against that Gordon I, you're totally right I did it it was incredibly difficult for me to do but I'm, I'm just some guy off the street that's, that's your job and it's on the the assistant referee's side and it's only 10 yards inside the pitch I think this is the other thing that you have to bear in mind as well is see when they check that when it's a goal they're checking all the way back are they? they could be yeah. checking any any sort of foul in the build up they have to go back to when the attacking phase of play started so again nobody wants it to take long but if you're ending up with the right decision can we can we can we take our outrage down just a little bit you, you yeah, know what yeah, I, I was thinking just Benefit the doubt for the assistant referee. Was it the first pass to James nah. Forrest? No, it was definitely well, Hattati because Forrest looked like he was well, offside, borderline. Then he just checked before it came into McGregor. That's the only reason I could think. I'm I think flagging. you're right. Look, if if it comes down to it and they get it right, a couple of minutes ain't going to make any difference to anyone, is it? Anyway, Celtic are four 0 up, and it's a race between Kyogo and the right back Rio Hattati to get a hat trick. In uh, the right back Danny McGrain's entire career at Celtic, he got eight goals. Eight, uh, eight. What a player Danny was! Yeah, yeah, against but, Danny a few times. Yeah, best player in the world at one point. But uh, Rio Hattati has got twenty five percent of that in under an hour. Mm. Yeah, it's one way traffic, and uh, if you are Callum Davidson, you just. You just hope for the best. Is it, is it genuinely at that stage? Because something that's frustrated me a bit when, when we when we get into this discourse, this idea that if you sit back, you will somehow stifle Celtic, and if you open up, you won't. It's, it cannot be that simple. It can't yeah. be that black and white. Sorry to, to bring it up, producer Callum, but on the on the day of the nine, it's not like it's not like Dundee United were constantly flooding forward. And and then, you know, if Celtic are in the mood, yep. even if you're back there, you might not do your job properly once you're there. Celtic still might find a way through anyway. I feel like we, we've we've made it a bit simplistic here, where it's like, oh well, just sit back and you can stop right. it going to seven. You can. I think there's the an ignorance way with supporters in that respect that they just think of you. You put your back line along the eighteen yard box and your midfield just in front. That it's an easy job It's still very difficult And in fact Celtic had a decent effort uh, Not long after that Penalty St Mirren oh. Keller Roos has fouled <laughs> Curtis Main Former Aberdeen striker And we've got one of these VAR Review With Clyde Built Home Improvements Going to double check that of course So it would be a huge opportunity uh, For St Mirren to take the lead From the penalty spot They've already had one penalty this afternoon that we think came off the post then rebounded off Kelarus and into the net um, would Marco Hara take it again does it oh, start yeah. he is going to take again the first one was poor but still went in the back of the net uh, he has shown good gonna miss. confidence to step up no, is he going to do a Harry Kane and balloon it into Glasgow airport or will he find the back of the net once more we will find out and this could be a big moment um, <clears throat> in the game the season I suppose Um I would certainly step up if it was for a, a brace. selfish though. 
No, it's not it's mm. selfish. Confidence. No, you are, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I'm very mm. selfish. Um, <laughs> but for a brace, yes. James Forrest into the box. Good save, Remy Matthews. He's doing his bit to try and keep this remotely uh, respectable. Up steps Marco Hara again from the penalty spot. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. <laughs> no mistake whatsoever. St Mirren take the lead against 10 man Aberdeen. It was driven low to the goalkeeper's right. St Mirren 2, Aberdeen 1. And this could be, should be, a long way back for Aberdeen. Yeah. But last night at Fir Park reminds you, Hugh, there's always the possibility. Although it does seem to be that Aberdeen's luck is going in one direction and it's a negative direction. Um, Dave Galloway pointed out earlier that if Hearts win at Tannadice or go above Aberdeen, you know, all of a sudden. Show the li- Livingston if they won at yeah, Easter Road. All of a sudden, you're no longer third, bad day. fourth, could be fifth. This one goes under the goalkeeper's body. It was not the most convincing penalty, so he's taken two unconvincing penalties. They've both gone in, uh, although we're not quite sure. Perhaps the Aberdeen goalkeeper may. Yeah, I think he has been credited with, or credited if that's the right word, with an own goal. Uh, for the first one Triple change For the first penalty Yeah yeah. So it comes off Did it come off the post hat I've now said that twice and so Sorry I wasn't listening What was it? Came <laughs> off the post and had to go Tough shift this <laughs> It's Christmas Eve uh, All the talk of wise men Has never felt further away <laughs> uh, Triple change pending for St Johnston McLennan McPherson And Mitchell All coming on are you hoping the manager doesn't give you the nod at this point, Mark Wilson? You're just going on there to burn calories for your Christmas dinner in the morning. That's all I'd be thinking. I'd be thinking, see how many steps I can get in here, how many kilometres I can get in in half an hour. Here's one for you, Hugh. Not a single correct answer yet on oh. that second half teaser. Well, I did think it was a bit awkward. Uh, so we'll look at it in a second. Let me get, let's me get. let get team news from the two o'clock games because they're now not far away, but it's just been one of those crazy days with different kickoffs. Um, let's give you, first of all, Hibs against Livingston. Uh, David Marshall in goal for Hibs. Uh, Rocky, Porteous and Hanlon, back three. Cadden and Stevenson. Uh, wing-backs McGuinness, Newell and Campbell In midfield Ewan uh, Supporting Kevin Nisbet In attack there For Livy Konovalov in goal A back four of Devlin Obelai Fitzwater And Montano I think that's the same back four Isn't it as Celtic Park Holt, Kelly and Pittman Shinny and Bambula Supporting Bruce Anderson In attack So that's going to be an interest well, Hibs need a win Oh yeah sure. Seven defeats out of the eight for Lee Johnson uh, Livy are just a pest to play against and then the next game is Celtic at Easter Road you can't go on forever saying yeah I'll turn things around not when it's 7 mm. defeats and 8 possibly 8 defeats and 9 and what if it's 9 defeats and 10 ah, you'd be crazy to ever bet against David Martindale our friend of the show Marvin Bartley and Livy because they just constantly punch above their weight don't they yeah they're well organised you've got to say they're difficult to play against and let's not uh, be kidded they've got they've got decent players they've got decent players that can play at that level especially against teams like Hibs that are not in form at all they'll come under a little bit of pressure at Easter Road Let, let's not be kidded there today because the fans will be expecting a win cause that, that's the problem isn't it you're expected to win that yeah. still if you're Hibs and probably the last team you want to come under those circumstances would be Livy because yeah. you're still expected to win it in a roundabout way from your fans 
but there is pressure very effective team they're very good um, when their back's against the wall and the chips are down Livy are your team that you would back but Hugh's right Lee Johnson mm. under a wee bit of pressure but yeah, just cannot keep going on yeah. sacking managers they just can't bet the St Johnson defenders are delighted they're 4-0 down there's 30 minutes to go Jota Abada and Haksabanovic have all been called back to the bench uh, by John Kennedy well th- there is no other uh, logical thing to do than that uh, they will be just a nightmare for St Johnston they'll want to make an impression uh, let's go to Dundee United against Hearts again just get a final uh, check in there with Dave Galloway must be building up nicely that will be a well supported fixture that one Dave Absolutely, the Hearts fans are here in their thousands as I touched upon earlier uh, and uh, you know they're certainly making their, their presence felt um, not very many Dundee United fans here it has to be said they're you know, desperate not to be cast adrift at the bottom of the league you know, which they could be if they lose today but a win would keep them within touching distance of Comaric and Ross County so plenty riding on it for them Hearts keen for consistency as they vie with Aberdeen for third place and they emerge from their World Cup break of course with a bang uh, last weekend by seeing off uh, Comaric can they build on that and keep the momentum going? Yeah looking forward to that one two triple changes at Celtic Park get your notebook out Jota Abada and Haksabanovic all on Forrest O'Reilly and Maeda off so fairly like for like but on the balance mark if you had to that's that's probably an attacking change yeah. because O'Reilly wouldn't be considered a, a, an out and out attacker uh, he's gone off and the, the three who've come on certainly are yeah that was an embarrassment of riches isn't it on the, on the Celtic bench and it gives these players half an hour to go and enjoy the game and express themselves I mean you're right in saying St Johnson defenders must be thinking oh, here we go 30 minutes to go and I'm facing Jota or I'm facing Abada now so tough old afternoon for them and I think the three it's went off has done well I think Forrest has played his part I think even Maeda looked sharper today looked more lively I always think that at home anyway because there's more space for him to run isn't he it was disappointing last week at Pataudry and O'Reilly was just his usual self so a good afternoon all round for those three going off basically playing kind of 4-2-4 now Gordon mm. Haksabanovic is central and he's, he's kind of up near Kyogo and then you've got that other attacking yes we've seen him we've seen him play in that position just off the striker before Gordon one thing about him he's a very clever footballer mm-hmm. he can pick up the space he can he can uh, get the telling passes through for Kogo's runs Jota in the wide area and he can obviously chip in my goal himself uh, so he'll be looking to make a big impact but it certainly is there's, they, 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 they look at this game and think there's more yep. and more goals here for Could us you uh, read about Matt O'Reilly's dad Playing in the garage nightclub on Thursday night with his band. Yeah. Yeah. A rock star. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, you not see this? No. no. You should go along. I don't even know where a garage is. You mini fan. Oh no. No. Is that, <laughs> is it just well Matt O'Reilly's dad's gonna be of a certain is vintage. Yeah, yeah, no, he? but he's look at Matt Riley, so the dad can't be that far from well, from that. And then, like, cool. and then he bowls up Stop with the golf up. equipment uh-huh. on. No one's ever worn foot joy to the garage before. <laughs> I would You're go, now getting in with the spikes on, mate. I would go. <laughs> I go <laughs> there, Robert. 
Listen, Billy Bunner, you keep quiet. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> one, one Richard Gere comments went right to your I said, head. Well, it was the public that said it wasn't me. Teeth early share that was <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, there's but a the simple a, change, sorry, for St. Johnson as well, quickly. So Clark, Phillips and Holberg off, McLennan, McPherson and Mitchell on. I was going to say back to Celtic, the change has been made. I thought Jacques would get a large portion of this game. As Anne's shown that he may have not been best pleased with with things that have went on in the the, the break that we were mm-hmm. chatting about. Just a reminder then, that he's in charge. Yeah, then the Instagram post, the little egg timer, is he just shown you'll get as much minutes as I allow you to See play? You, there must be certain things that come along every now and then that just remind you how much football's changed since you started covering it. If I was to say to you, Hugh, what did you make of the egg timer emoji that yeah. Jackie Marcus posted on his Instagram story? Yeah. The other, I mean, how do you go about assessing these things? Well, you know, I think Ange touched the jock scenes about him. Uh, I'm not making comparisons between the two, but in terms of the way he would handle a thing like that, he would look at the emoji and say, oh, is that right? And uh, Geomachus, uh, who you'd have thought was a certainty to come on, has not done so. And he's also, Geomachus, through his agent, played a game, you know, that... Let, letting it be known that oh, might be open to offers. It's the comeback on St. Johnson have the ball in the net, but the flag goes up for offside. <laughs> that doesn't mean it won't stand. Oh, g- right, the game at Paisley has just become a quiz question because there is a third penalty for St. Mirren. St. Mirren. Wow. Mm. Is Mark O'Hara about to? Ah, oh, the first one got given to Kellerusso. Oh, can we just can we just robbed. pretend that it didn't? And go Mark O'Hara for a, a hat trick of penalties. Pain. Joe oh, Hartley. Just quickly, Joe Hart made two saves before the ball went, and that is being checked at Celtic Park. So I get that it may end up that St Johnston's goal stands. Um, there's also a VAR check on the St Mirren penalty. So we'll wait and find out. Producer Callum just wants me to hit this button again. Yeah, twice. VAR review. With Clydebilt Home Improvements. Times two. Right, Ayunga's going to take this penalty. So no Mark O'Hara, if it stands. And there's still a check on the Celtic... Go- I've got a funny feeling on that. I think that's going to uh, count. Um, Joe, Should Joe Hart have uh, saved yeah. the second one? Could saved it. Yeah, a VR we've got one, it. Yeah, we've got one of these at Celtic Park. Goal flashes. With Clydebilt Home Improvements. And it is a goal for St Johnston. That is going to stand. Dre Wright, I think, with the final so, yeah. uh, mm. final goal. So you think Joe Hart should have done better? Oh, oh, without oh. a doubt. I mean, he does okay in the first instance with the state from Stevie May. Uh, pretty simple. Uh, the second one, oh. Terrible. He needs to, he needs to push it. Push it. You just or he, he can it. just Pick catch it, it yeah. Just catch it. Check or... over at St Mirren and the penalty stands. So mm. a third penalty for St Mirren. This one going to be taken by Ayunga though And this would be a chance probably to put the game to bed The Aberdeen have been down to 10 men Kelarus has saved it for Aberdeen What a game Fraser Wishart's getting treated to in Paisley I can't understand why Ahara doesn't take that penalty kick He's, 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 he's too unconvincing one Doesn't matter, remember. you still hit the back of the Yeah, he didn't in this first one But he still, well okay, right, own goal But he still scores the next one So he's, mi- so he's missed one <laughs> Yeah, I and guess. scored an unconvincing one. I, I would never have been my position. I would have taken that penalty kick. That's ridiculous. 
And you give it to somebody who misses, it makes it worse for me. Well, there we are, all this talk about egg timers. Jackie Mack is his own yeah. for Kyogo, so nothing, nothing doing there. He comes on. It's just not... Well, two things. This isn't Ange Postacoglu's style anyway. And do you feel like managers are less and less? They, they don't seem to care about players being on a hat trick, do they? They don't leave no, them on no, so no, that no, they no. can get one. They just make the decision. Who, who would ever forget Neil Lennon's last game for Celtic at Hamden? Gordon Strachan subbed him. In the very last game He said he was going to walk off the park And go straight into the street In his gear Until somebody stopped him uh, so, so yeah Jackie Mack is on for Kyogo So well, maybe Maybe Hatati gets his hat-trick From uh, Right back I always wanted to stay on I would always want to stay on the pitch I know it's different now It's a squad game You've, You can't be selfish You've got to give you know, you look at it, Jack. I've done my job. Jack Marcus has come on, given him opportunity. But as a striker, there's nothing better than scoring a hat trick. Oh. Nothing better. A bit of an early chance, actually, for Jack Marcus. Gets into the box, the ball popped up, and he tried to head it goalwards. I think the St Johnston defence just about did enough. Let's check in on that teaser, Hugh. Have we still got no correct answers, producer Callum? Wow, this could be the first for it's a long time. Very difficult. difficult. I have played alongside Florent Maluda and Emil Heskey. I've been managed by Steve Bruce at two different clubs. I played for one club in Scotland and reached the quarter-final of a major domestic cup in England and in France. Who am I? Love this question. Mark Brown says, is it Yusuf Malumbu? No. Ian thinks it's Eric Jemba Jemba. Nope. SA thinks it's Mario Melchiot. Oh, no. And a few people... Including John and Stephen Robson and James Milne have all gone Joey Barton. No, none of them. Excellent stuff. Keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB. We are imminently getting underway between Dundee United Hearts and Hibs Livingston as well. So lots to look forward to this afternoon. Celtic still cruising, you'd have to say, but they have conceded. They actually have kept a surprisingly. Low number of clean sheets Considering that You know They're top of the league They've conceded the fewest goals But not that many clean sheets If that makes sense I don't think it's anything That will keep Ange awake at night But If you're a defender uh, Or a goalkeeper On Joe Hart It does frustrate you That that they're not giving up An awful lot of chances I mean look at that Livingston game The other night Livingston what One One for into the Celtic box In the first half And they end up putting in Pretty similar here in this game. I mean, St. John's and Harley have been up the pitch, yet the goalkeeper could have done much better and they concede. So, frustrating if you're part of the, the 11, the goalkeeper in the back line, I don't think... And I think especially, goal Gordon, when Joe Hart can clearly do better. Oh. It's not even it. Sounded like a horse just have, just have held the ball. Look, I, I agree with Martin in the sense that the first save's a good save. It's uh, right up, but... I don't know what he was thinking about the second one. He can, he, the least he can do is just put it to the Hattati side. Hattati hits the post. Oh. Going for a hat-trick from right back. It was the outside of the post, so it was not, not as close as I made it sound initially, but still, uh, it was a low one. Um, he's gone near post with the left foot, and it comes off the woodwork and away. I'm sure Ange Postacoglu would have known he could play in a full-back position, but he'll give him even more comfort tonight, knowing how... Well, he can do in that position. Now, I know he's got them queuing at the door to play right back, but you never know. You know, you get a couple out. If Juranovic is then out the door, you can rely on Hitati to, to put in a good shift 
And it's the way he gets forward as well, realises the space in front of him, when to go at times. <sighs> Probably should have maybe have done better with that one, but mm. he's across a top, the keeper. Top player. Across the keeper, he's trying to go near post. It's on a, his, his left foot. That's left not foot. his strongest, is it? He's more a right footer. Um, but as, as Mark uh, said there, his running power is brilliant. Uh, he's got so much energy, he just gets up and down that park. Um, today, right back, not a problem. Uh, so we are now underway in those two other games. And don't forget, once the Celtic one finishes in St Mirren Aberdeen, that's when we'll open the phones. So it'll be over to you to have your say on Christmas Eve. You can talk to us about whatever you want. Maybe you want to tell us how you spotted Hugh Keevens doing his last minute shopping. Or you can talk about the Rangers' performance last night, the Motherwell collapse, Celtics, what we assume will be a comfortable victory today. Please don't miss the opportunity. The last time before Christmas, we'll get the chance to speak to you. 01419511025 in about 20 minutes' time. Well, I, want, I want more people to chat about Hugh's Christmas oh, shot him because I, I heard something on the show last night. And the first mm. question I asked you was when I came in what was the gift? Don't reveal it. Well, it's, no. uh, well the guy to my left got halfway there. Um, actually, do you know, I went, back, I went into town this morning before this show and then again over to Clyde Bank Shopping Centre. But it was fine. This morning was all right. It was always like everyone had done it. I thought that what I did was an uncharacteristically spontaneous Very not gesture. like you at all. I got on my bike, except it was a train, and I got the gift and got back in time for the show that's the way I roll <laughs> there'll be plenty of people doing that this afternoon uh, here oh yeah. last minute shopping absolute nightmare when you leave it to that stage you all prepared? Uh, gifts yeah may have may have left it last minute with the, the dinner I'm hosting dinner still <laughs> a few things to pick up for that nothing important I hope yeah I've got I've got all the potatoes and veg uh-huh. Um, what do you miss, usually have at Christmas? Missing, missing the turkey You've not got the turkey yet <laughs> Seriously Knows where I can oh, pick up What time oh, will oh, I oh. Five past two on Christmas Eve You're yeah. hosting dinner And you've not yep. got the turkey yep. My sister's came all the way through America as well Where I hope she's ready uh, for Thanksgiving. some turkey twizzlers or whatever. <laughs> Thanksgiving she sends us a picture of a huge You know turkey that you see in the movies I thought Chicken that was great tonight. So if anyone knows We're running about 4.30 tonight uh, if there's any turkeys gone He's hoping for a yellow sticker Isn't he <laughs> I know his game Unbelievable <laughs> He'll be up at m <laughs> See right yeah, through him yeah. Get phoning in Get tweeting in Seven o'clock With your favourite yellow sticker spots uh-huh. Looking about I've How? never bought a, a, a turkey for Christmas Will you get one? Are you not panicked well, about that? Um, no I, I hope so After that we'll, we'll just have to go with chicken How Plenty good? of chickens <laughs> No, <laughs> it's like a turkey dinner. I was going to come to your house for my dinner, but I ain't turning up. No, you just said Callum reckons you're going to struggle. Do Why? There must be some yeah. experts out there. Let us know. Will Mark Wilson get his turkey this afternoon, or is he in bother? Send me a tweet. I, I, I is there a shortage? Oh no, there was a shortage. Uh-huh. Wasn't there a turkeys. Anyway, we'll find something. I'll bring you a turkey sandwich on Tuesday. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get something. Well, half four. Huge. So, am I giving you a lift up the road? Only if you're a, a You better be quick to. You might not have to Come to the shops with me He's On the way back Do you know where he could Go for it and check Where, where? That good butchers That's next to you Because I heard a good story About you Near the near the butchers yesterday <laughs> ah. I've, I've told you That I've got eyes on At all times ah. And a, a wee birdie As they say Told me 
that there was a big old queue outside the butchers, very, very busy this time of year, and someone offered you out your car for a square go in the middle of the road. Square go, uh, honestly. <laughs> I'm driving. And even worse, did you take it? Did you take the offer? <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm a calm man, but. You locked the door. I'm driving, that's right, I'm driving around the corner, this place is mobbed, right, queue at the butchers, traffic's a nightmare, I go around to turn the corner, this guy's crossing the road, he's not even looked behind him where I'm turning, I'm in an inch away from hitting him, he's in the middle of the road, so like a scene at the start of train spotting, where Rayton gets hit with a car, he turns around to me, like I'm in the wrong, he's in the middle of the road, remember, and spreads his arms out wide, and starts shouting, and what? And what? <laughs> so I'm, so I'm looking at him, going, "Oh, he's he's obviously in a festive mood." I better lock my door. He then tells me to roll down my window. Meanwhile, the queue in the butchers is now alerted to this situation. They all turn around and look at me. So I rolled down my window. That was the worst mistake I could have made. So I rolled down the window. He says, "You you weren't even there. You weren't even coming round the corner." I said, "Mate, you've walked in front of my car. I've nearly hit you, and you're shouting at me." He says. That does it. That does it. <laughs> Get out of the motor. Yeah, chicken. Come ahead. Yeah, chicken. Hey, I'm not even going to tell you you're throwing me a chicken. Get out of the motor. Yeah, chicken. You're fat boy. He starts. Boy, he start, hey, oh, he, he didn't go that far. I would have got the motor. So he starts screaming. Chicken. Chicken. Get out of the motor. Let's go. Let's go. So I say, mate, um, I politely tell him where to go. I roll up the window and I start driving away slowly. He's in the middle of the road still, screaming chicken. after my car. Chicken. Anyway, <laughs> ten minutes. He, ten, he's right though. He's chicken. Ten minutes why later. Did, why did I not get out and fight him in the middle of the yeah, road? He's uh, chicken. He looked like he was fairly well in his festivities, so I thought uh, best leave it. Right, ten okay. minutes later, I'm, I'm hold on. There's more to this. It gets uh. better. So ten minutes later, I'm getting the bus into town, and uh, I'd, I park the car just because I couldn't be bothered. But I had to park the car in town. Get the bus. Get in my car. Walk to the bus stop. <laughs> standing at the bus You're stop. Joking. That's the guy. The no way. It's all for me. A square go. He's at the bus stop. He's at the, it's only me and him at the bus stop. So he looks at me. And then you really became a chicken. He looks you? at me and I look at him and we both give each other a glance. He says, Hear me, are you that guy? I was in that car 10 minutes he ago. He said, No, that wasn't me. I said, I said, no, I've just come out. No, I said, Aye, I was. He says, you almost, you almost hit me, didn't you? I says, I did almost hit you. I said, You walked right in front of my car. He said, Oh. Oh, I totally apologise. <laughs> apologise. Big handshake. Oh, it was. Uh, you could not write right. this. Well, Honestly, festive period. Manic out there. So you never seen the size of you sitting in your car with a lock? Exactly. As soon as he seen me in person, Aye. standing there, he thought, oh, this guy looks hard. Me so and you I'm going to have to. So the, chicken, the chicken's away to look for his turkey <laughs> after <laughs> show, basically. Yeah, that's chicken. The... What about that? that? Was... When was the last time you heard that? Your chicken. <laughs> You passed two supermarkets when you dropped me off. Yeah, okay. Well, take Hugh Keevens with you to get your turkey. I think that's the solution. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go in here and we'll, I, I, we'll have a look. I'll set them all in a state of panic. Um, David Turnbull's come on for Aaron Moy and completely unrelated um, chat. Uh, Ali Crawford's come on for Graham Carey as well. So a few changes, but that game's still 4 1. Well, I mean. It was over a long time ago. Uh, it's just going through the motions, as Mark said, burn a few calories before your Christmas lunch tomorrow. Um, as comfortable as can be for Celtic, uh, they'll, they'll get a. Theoretically, they'll get a bigger test at Easter Road, but uh, Hibs are, at the moment, 
very, very poor. It won't be the Hibs Celtic of old. Wonder is Aidan McGeady back fit for Hibs? Played at Ibrook last week. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he he's a, a real plus point for them. If they, I know he's older in age now, but he's still a creative force and Nisbet back. I would expect Hibs to be a lot better than they were in the first half of the season in the second. A couple half. of things just to update you. Hearts' defensive injuries this season have been outrageous. I know there's been focus on Rangers' defensive injuries; they've had them as well. Hearts is just through the roof and now Craig Halkett has had to be helped off it, it looked like they was going to need a stretcher at one point but it didn't in the end they just cannot catch a break in that department then in the other game uh, Ramadani's hit the corner of the post in the bar for Aberdeen Whoa. so <coughs> maybe life left in that yet and then there's a VAR handball check against St Mirren but it's not given oh. Fraser Wishart getting an absolute treat well Fraser always usually gets the, the oh, nil-nils yeah. in a windy Smiser Stadium but he's got a cracker today well Jim Goodwin must be wondering what's hit him in the space of eight days lost to Celtic lost to Rangers currently losing to St Mirren it's a dreadful sequence of results and there'll be rumblings he said last week the mumping and moaning that went on among the Aberdeen fans about the way they played their football against Celtic he's in the middle of a negative run I did say that Hugh earlier on it's okay losing to both those two but if you go to St Mirren and get beat as well then you know the people on social media having a real go at them for losing against Celtic and Rangers the volume just gets turned up on that criticism but then you need to look at the bigger picture where they are in the league now if Hearts obviously go on and beat Dundee United today and they leapfrog them Livingston but it could still end up that they finish today in third so it depends how other results go. Decent chance for Celtic. Jota cross Giacomacca's header, but straight at the keeper. I'm sure he'd be desperate to come on and make yeah. a goal-scoring impact, Hugh. Yeah, um, not happening for him at the moment. Everything is about January 2 at Ibrox. Celtic have won today. They will look to win at Easter Road on the 28th. And then everything is about the 2nd of January. That will dictate... How the remainder of the season looks Where Celtic They go there Nine points in front And win Twelve points Means the premature end Of the championship uh, If However Things take a negative turn You never know But Everything is about January 2nd uh, What a response To your Trials right. and tribulations On Twitter Mark Wilson David Lee says It sounds like the worst Christmas film ever You fighting with some guy In the middle of the street um, hmm. But great turkey advice as well So okay. Gandalf says Plenty turkeys available As the Dumbarton Yellow stickers gone at 5pm Oh We've had another shout yes. for Aldi Somewhere Other supermarkets Really? Are, ava are available Lidl is getting, is getting big mentions So you've got options here By the Brilliant. looks of it Um and I think you'll get this reference because you're a big fan. Andrew says, tell Mark to get himself up to Ross Hill Farm after dark, Ned selling turkeys for £6. <laughs> That's still game there. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There's onion and sausage meat going right up your... <clears throat> Is that not the line? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure he'll get something, won't I? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think judging by people who know much more about these things than I do, they, they seem to be confident. They're giving you a good, a good response. Well, I like that. I like that the listeners care. I, do you know what though? Talk content for this show. I want 
people to see Hugh Evans and Mark Wilson together uh, going hunting turkey hunt for, for, a, for a turkey <laughs> after the show. That's what this show needs. The oddest activity I could ever take part in. Me and Hugh turkey hunting uh, together. No, I want the lad standing at that door when Mark Wilson walked out. <laughs> <laughs> the boy it was fine no, I love that the colonel right, fat boy you, me and you in the car park listen he didn't say fat boy I don't know why you keep <laughs> you just presented that artistic licence I know I don't know why you keep alright beefcake <laughs> <laughs> who's HR again in here I'm I'm going to contact him because this is getting this is getting over the top I'm not eating any turkey Andrew, <laughs> McLean, Andrew McLean's quite right He says listeners should really be out Buying up every turkey out there Before you've got the chance to no, leave the studio No well you just ruin My sister's Christmas Because we know all the way over stuck from in here America Well I don't even know what time shops shut On Christmas oh, Eve well, By the way You might Ten struggle on that I might no. struggle Are you getting five o'clock maybe? No Supermarkets will stay up till Producer Calm Ooh. Calm produce and tell me Which time think? shops shut On Christmas Eve your big supermarkets. Oh, 10, 10 o'clock. Mm, I'm not sure. Ah. 10 o'clock? Oh, no. Know. Not 10 o'clock. 100%. Producer Callum, if you could stop what you're doing and Google the opening hours for every supermarket never, never in a 10 mile radius. Hi. Who cares about and just tell us United v Hearts. Asda 7pm. Is it? That's a good shout. Is it? Mm. Oh, I need That's in. a good shift from Asda. Well done, the, the staff at Asda. Got a wee chance there. Yep, and if you could put a, a turkey... No, a bird for me then get one we'll be happy you, you dry, <clears throat> you dry you're right there with that pizza he's, he's <laughs> calling me beefcake there's a pizza here if you're, if you're wondering why Gordale hasn't spoke for the last 10 minutes it's because he's had 18 slices of pizza another good save from Remy Matthews to deny Jackie Marcus. Uh, and Aberdeen are the ones pushing for the equaliser Hugh oh. what a kick in the you know what that would be for St Mirren well, they've had the man advantage they've had three penalties they only have themselves to blame in other words uh, when the, the third penalty award came along that should have been game set and match and Gordon's right if the guy who scores from the spot with the first two doesn't take up the responsibility for the third then that's your fault what have we done to this show what not job? only are people tweeting the phone lines are full of people telling us where you can get a turkey <laughs> Why do we do these things? It's just a throwaway comment, but it shows you what shows you everyone's in oh, this together. Yeah, that's it. Well, shows you the power of this show. It's a festive. See, Mark, do you know what? See, Con- somebody drops you a turkey off. That would highlight it for me. Would <laughs> be a, a, de- a dead one. <laughs> I don't want. Derek genuinely. Derek's put one aside for you in Bridgeton, Iceland. If you fancy making the trip with you but, oh, after uh, after the, after the show. But they close at five, so you've got an hour to get there. Don't think I'll make it. No, I think you will. I think you'll be fine. You two could could head along. You'll be welcomed. Kind of. With open arms. That's that's very nice of the lad. That's very nice. Very nice. Is anybody nearby that'll just come down with one? Listen, it's not you that needs it. He's not interested in a freebie. He'll happily go and pay for it. Yeah. He's not like you. See what he's done? He's tried to wedge himself into this deal and get a a free turkey. Dodge turkeys. Why doesn't he put the, ta- the turkey in a taxi and send the taxi down here? No, please don't do that, right? These, they, let's not, don't. A turkey sitting in the back of the taxi. They don't deserve your help to that extent, okay? No, do, not, no. do not do that. Do not go to any lengths. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm glad I mentioned it then. Honestly, yeah. just a, I hope you don't mind me exposing you on this. Um, I hope it wasn't a private conversation. It can't have been. What did I make a big deal of on Thursday? The fact that we rolled back the months. We 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 shared a. That's right. Car. Yeah, we shared a car. Mm-hmm. 
um, which we've not done in a few months since I moved, <coughs> and seeing the way back, see if you think this, see if you think he's selfish in here. Yeah. He's on the phone to his daughter, right? I am at this point. I'm ready to jump out in the Kingston Bridge and just find alternative transport back to Motherwell. He's on the phone. Ah, yeah, I'll be down. At this. Tell you what. See before I come down in the morning. Go and walk to the shops where you can get a, get a couple of rolls, crispy ones. Get the rolls and sausages. And um, I go. I go on with you. And um, see if listen. You you wrap the presents for me, boy. And I hope you've got oh. paper, eh? Because I'm not. I'm not getting any. <laughs> All in the space in two minutes. <laughs> He's absolute torture. You are shameless. I, can't, aren't you? I cannot wrap Christmas. Do you know what? I cannot. I, 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 I bet you can. Have you ever tried? No, I, I'm, I'm with him. I'm hopeless. I, I'm terrible. But. It, Honestly, I um, I I, th- I think I I watch the people in the fish and chip shop wrapping it up, and I think, right, okay, I'll try and follow that. But what you want to get is tin foil, and just tin foil everything, just folds and sticks in the the same position. That's quite Don't good need idea, any sticky it? tape. There you go. So for all your family next year. The great thing is my wife never ever listens to this show, and that she gives me grief for that because I tin foil. No, I'll usually just give them to someone else to, to rap for oh, me. That's, she gives that's me for lazy. Um, I can't do. It. I'm horrendous at it. Um, but last year, I think I said that I did wrap them, but I didn't. I brought them in here, and one of the girls <laughs> in you news, them. No. Nicole from News, wrapped them <laughs> that's for me. Bad. She, um, that's she equally as bad. And I'm dicing with death here, but I don't think she's listening. I think we'll be. I think we'll be oh, fine. No, that, surely they'd mm. rather receive a shoddily wrapped no, gift that, than some perfect. One that they know you've not wrapped. Uh, Nicole wasn't actually that good at it. <laughs> she, 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 she did just a, like a, a well. She's not working here anymore. Six listening. out of ten job. Uh, whereas mine would be like one out of ten. I'm going to try the ten. So who, who wraps your gift to your daughter? Ah, well, I've got a problem. It's not that. Just gift bag. Uh, it's just going down. Well, I'm not even going a gift bag. Just a wee carry under the arm. There you go, sweetheart. <laughs> you, you'll not be surprised. You'll not She's be surprised. So lucky you have you as a dad. Oh wow! If the turkey was lucky in the back seat of a taxi, <laughs> would there be a boundary charge? <laughs> <laughs> I like you try to. I, I think you're trying to more get out of coming in the supermarket yeah, with sure. me later. That's exactly what uh, it is. Yeah, you don't worry. It'll be a, a festive experience for us both. <laughs> get you a wee glass of port. Anyway, five minutes added on at Celtic Park. This one is going to end in a, a convincing Celtic victory. Is there time to add anything to it? You would, you would have to say so. Um, a few minutes left, but 4-1 as things stand. Livy are down to 10 men already. Ooh, 15 no. minutes gone. Um, 18 now, sorry. And Jason Holt's been sent off after 15 minutes, so advantage Hibs. Maybe the type of break that Lee Johnson's looking for. Oh. Either... Lively old night at Celtic Park, Jason Holt, uh, midweek. But that re- you don't normally find indiscipline in uh, David Martindale's teams, but uh, that's a real self inflicted blow. Uh, Aberdeen, uh, Abada, sorry, volleys. But Matthews was down holding his head just before it, so that's you know, not, nothing doing there that's going to. We pull back. Hearts are well on top, playing some nice stuff. No end product. It's all Aberdeen. That's going to be a real nervy one for St Mirren at the end. You'd expect that. You know, you'd be expecting Jim to throw everything at that. Um, this the, the game at Celtic Park. I think you're calm, Davidson. Mm. At the hour mark, you're happy how you're getting out there. Here's a big goal. Oh, goal flashes with Clyde built home improvements. And it's Stephen Fletcher. Hearts were well on top possession-wise, but a first-time shot from outside the box 
And Dundee United take the lead on a day or on a weekend when Ross County lost last night when Kelly and Motherwell were held uh, drawing against each other. How big a goal might that turn out to be? And a former heavy scores it. So <coughs> Robbie Nielsen will not be happy. Um, but uh, the, the St Johnston goalkeeper rightly played with stopped, can't have head knocks, but what a volley from Abada. It would have been a sensational goal, but the play had stopped because of the goalkeeper. Yeah, I think Aberdeen will be happy with the news that's coming out of Tannadice. It keeps saying third just now. Um, and that's been three disappointing games, no points, uh, <clears throat> unless they get back into it. But Dundee United <clears throat> need to start winning games. Bottom of the league, they've got a decent squad, they've got good players up there. They need to start turning performances into points. They've got off to a good, good start this afternoon. Certainly have. It'd be a big result for them if they can keep it like that, but... I think there's more in that. I've seen producer Callum there celebrating the goal, but I think he's went too early. I think he's went too early, mate. He's mm. he's still dancing. It's slightly uncomfortable watching him dance. Remy Matthews is still getting treatment, so we'll, we will go beyond the five minutes added on uh, at Celtic Park. Ryan Portis and Andrew Shinney were both shown yellow cards for a scuffle that followed the red card uh, for Jason Holt. It was for a late challenge on Kevin Nisbet. Well, it makes it all the worse for Lee Johnson if he doesn't beat ten men. Uh, so, and Porteous, as ever, will need to be careful on a booking this early in the game. Celtic to come midweek. He needs to keep himself in check, or he might not be there midweek. Uh, after a VAR check, the Dundee United goal stands. So you can calm down in there, producer Callum, in case he was a bit nervous. How did he feel about Tam Courts popping up the other day, actually, and yeah. was asked about? Would I return to Dundee United? Right, hold on, there's now a VAR check at Celtic Park for serious foul play. So that could end in a red card. Can only assume it's for that challenge on Remy Matthews. Well, David Turnbull was yellow carded. Uh, are they going to upgrade yellow to red? Although, having had one look at it... Uh, I really don't think that that's possible. Well, to paint the picture, the cross comes in from the left-hand side, Turnbull's eyes on the ball, goes for it, his legs up, of course the goalkeeper comes out to try and intercept it or punch the ball away, Turnbull catches him. Oh, I'd be... He's gone for a look, yeah. Kevin Clancy. Um, yeah, maybe I'd David Turnbull's in a bit of baller, he's kind of laughing, he didn't, didn't think he'd done anything uh, untoward. Well... And it is, it's a red card. David Turnbull has been shown a straight red card for that challenge on oh. Remy Matthews. And oh. to be fair, it's an extremely high boot. Look, complete accident. But as we yeah. know, the way the rule is written about endangering an opponent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly how I described it. Turnbull's eyes on the ball. He's up, he's high. He's extended his leg then, just as the goalkeeper's coming out to punch it and he catches him square in the face Red a real saurian for the goalkeeper does he but catch I, him in the face I just I watched, I, well the physios sure. the physios took okay. some time treating his face so 8 minutes added on in Paisley see you Christmas day Fraser Wishart uh, we've got a bit more added on a bit of late drama at Celtic Park it's not going to influence the outcome of the game but David Turnbull has been sent off for Celtic a straight red card so the yellow gets taken back uh, and the red card gets produced. Don't forget, the open line is here, 01419511025, and on Twitter, at Clyde SSB. A wry smile and a shake of the head 
From Ange Postacoglu Even David Turnbull Is sort of smiling As he, he goes off um, well, Good Christmas clearly, day For Turnbull though <laughs> Surely yeah. he'll get The next couple of days off He'll be in tomorrow Clearly Ange Postacoglu Doesn't think The right decision Has been taken By Kevin Clancy uh, I told you VAR is ruining Scottish mm. football For Ange Postacoglu If you're seen in danger In a player Then yeah. it's, a, it's a red card Gordon It's, it's that both things can be true You can sort of have A bit of sympathy For Turnbull yeah. And you can see he's, he's clearly not meant To kick Remy Matthews Unless Postacoglu Comes out and says differently I think they're Both Turnbull and him Have that wry smile Because You know It was one of those That It was unavoidable Really Turnbull went for it With intentions Of playing the ball He has caught him uh, But by the letter of the law that's what yeah. I, there, there are certain incidents that make me th- it would be frustrating as a player again by the letter of the laws endangering the opponent probably I don't know yeah. if you could argue oh, with yeah. that yeah. if you're David Turnbull uh, he could still appeal it of course Tony Watt managed to, to win an appeal um, if you're David Turnbull you don't even do you even really know if the keeper's coming out because you're you just watching no. the cross you, you dangle your leg so like I say both things can be true yeah. you, can, you can sort of feel hard done by and kind of acknowledge that you probably maybe were endangering but an opponent. Just bad fortune. Yeah, we'll wait and see because you never know. The appeal might be successful, which of course then uh, makes a mockery for some people of the the process. But there we are. Let's do this, Hugh Keevens, and finish off while we can. The second half teaser with the slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Florent Maluda and Emil Heskey. I've been managed by Steve Bruce at two different clubs. I played for one team in Scotland and reached the quarterfinals of a major domestic cup in England and in France. I am Olivier Tebbley. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Did you get that, you two? No. no not at all. I didn't right. think so. Miles off it. Well done. A great response. Really, really good. Botox 1995. <laughs> Is in third place Token Jester in second place And John McCormick is the winner Well done to the three of you And well done uh, to everyone else Late chance for Leela Bada But he's skied it over From Hatati's layoff And it's full time at Celtic Park Celtic force and Johnston won the full time score two from Kyogo and two from Hatati give Ange Postacoglu's side a straightforward win here at Celtic Park Rio Hatati well he may well have been playing it right back today but it definitely didn't stifle him in an attacking sense he got the opening goal 14 minutes in Celtic broke forward it was a poor clearance from Maida's cross that allowed Aaron Moy to get on the ball at the edge of the box he laid it off to Rio Hatati he drilled the ball goalwards it took a deflection before finding the back of the net Kyogo made it two a few minutes later Matt O'Reilly's low cross from the left was flicked in by him at the near post and then a really well worked goal for the third it was Kyogo getting in the right area of the box again it started with a great pass down the channel by Aaron Moy to James Forrest it was a low cross from him into the six yard box put on a plate for Kyogo who finished well that time Hatati got his second 53 minutes in a lovely passing move to get Celtic into the box McGregor got the final pass off to Hatati who finished well the flag did go up for offside initially it went to VAR and it was ruled onside and the goal was given VAR then played its part for St Johnson's consolation goal Stevie May was played in over the top his shot was saved by Joe Hart Dre Wright's follow up shot was also saved but Hart could only palm it back into his path and Dre Wright found the net the flag went up once again but this goal stood as well after a VAR check Patati couldn't complete his hat-trick with a left-footed shot that one came off the post 
and then VAR got involved again right at the death David Turnbull he was booked initially for a high foot as he challenged for the ball with Remy Matthews he caught the St Johnson goalkeeper in the face Kevin Clancy called to the screen and he upgraded that one to a red card but Celtic sign off for Christmas with three points and a nine point lead at the top of the table again the full time score at Celtic Park is Celtic 4 St Johnston 1 and there's been late late drama in Paisley remember Aberdeen down to 10 men for a long time they were pushing and pushing and pushing for what would be an unlikely equaliser and there has been a goal at the Smyza Stadium Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements but it's a goal for St Mirren and they've surely won it Kilaroos was up the park for a corner Aberdeen were pressing so much Trevor Carson gathered the ball booted up the pitch it fell to Greg Kilty and he was able to roll it into an empty net from 40 yards I'm sure the Aberdeen fans aside everyone else loves to see that don't you? Yeah. You love to see the goalie getting caught out if he goes up the other end <laughs> of the pitch either needs to score or get caught out yeah. it's the only happy outcome as a neutral so no full time whistle yet but Going to be three points to St Mirren A farcical end to a farcical run for Aberdeen Three games in the space of eight days What a roller coaster it has been for them But the bottom line is Three games, no points And that doesn't look good for Aberdeen Yeah, I'd have to agree with that And I think today was... The really important one out of those three games, the one that you're expected to win, you have the the better squad, you have the bigger budget, you have the manager that you've taken from that team. Um, so a real sore one for Jim Goodwin and Hughes Wright to end it in that fashion. It doesn't look good. Jim's got to regroup his players and hope to get a, a run going to consolidate third place because it's, that's where Aberdeen want to be. Yeah, it could still work out okay for him. I'm sure he'll be disappointed. I think they've got Kilmarnock away next which has got to be a difficult game as well but if Hearts lose today and Livingston don't pick up three points then tonight the table will make good reading for Jim Good although don't, he's had a bad three yeah. games don't forget the open line is here right now pretty much 01419511025 so come on then what's on your mind Celtic fans a comfortable afternoon two for Kyogo two for Hatati at right back what jumped out for you today uh, is Hatati an option there going forward? What did you make of Kyogo's contribution? There was a lot of good attacking uh, play on show. So how did you feel uh, about that? A moment at the end of there, David Turnbull showing a st- showing a straight red card after a VAR check. Was that the right call or the wrong call? You let us know. Oh one four one nine five one. 1025 Rangers fans Let's look back on last night as well Three points Nine out of nine up Under Michael Beale Is that all that matters? Are you happy? Or are there still some concerns About performance levels And so on There was a few things uh, That was uh, Perhaps Jumping out at you From last night Matondo and Sakala Maybe a bit Wasteful uh, There was also um, Scott Arfield Big clamour for him To maybe start Because he gets his two goals during the week Then he comes off Where are, where are the, the extra goals going to come from? John Lundstrom certainly found one last night So 01419511025 Give us a call right now Celtic fans, what did you make of that today? Rangers fans, what about last night? And St Mirren fans, you could get in touch Because it's finished there as well Fraser Wishart well, You can tell by the noise around me From St Mirren supporters Their team have won St Mirren 3 Aberdeen 1 What a dramatic 90 minutes in Paisley what a way to end their home games in 2022 you could actually argue Aberdeen were the better team over the piece they were ahead through a, a really brilliant Matthew Kennedy long distance strike but then in 36 minutes 
Stewart was sent off for the first penalty. St. Mirren had three penalties. None of them were convincingly taken. Two scored by O'Hara, one missed by Ayunga. There was that red card and an injury time. Greg Kilty rolled the ball into an empty net with no goalkeeper to score the third goal for St. Mirren. They were level at the break. Aberdeen had been a better team ahead through that Kennedy goal in the ninth minute. He'd actually hit the near post on the angle with a shot from the right. His play continued. He drifted into the middle, picked the ball 25, 30 yards out. What a great shot, high into the top corner of the net. Carson, no chance. Don's had dominated the game, comfortable possession, but the game changed in 36 minutes with that. Anthony Stewart, red card. He pulled back Jonah Ayunga as he burst into the box. Nick Walsh gave the free kick outside the box and the red card. VAR overturned and gave the penalty, and Marco Harris stepped up. It wasn't a great strike. It looked like he actually hit the post, then Kel Roos, and into the back of the net. But no matter, it was one each at the break. Both teams made change. At half time, Kilty on for Erhorn was booked in the first half. Mackenzie and Duncan on for Duke and Clarkson. A 3 5 1 for Aberdeen. But then Simon got their second goal and a second penalty on 51 minutes. Curtis Main was going across the box, going nowhere as he ran onto a loose ball. Kelly Roos came from his line, no need to challenge. Main's going away from goal, but he fouled the Simon striker. Again, a VAR check. Marco Harris stepped up again. And this time he went for power and he drove the ball powerfully, but under the goalkeeper's body and into the back of the net. 62, third penalty for St. Mern. Again, a lovely ball by Tanzer. Set a younger clean through into the box. Definitely fouled by Ross McCrory. He tried to get the ball, so it was only a yellow card. A younger, not a Hara, this time took the ball. It was a poor effort down the middle. And although Roos stived his left, he managed to save the ball with his feet. Gallagher was next up for Simon, a real a good header that was looping towards the top corner, headed over by Scales. Then from that subsequent corner, the big centre-back had another header just over the bar. But then towards the end, Aberdeen, the last 15 minutes, really pushing hard for the equaliser corner. Balled around the Saints box, Ramadani hit the junction of the post and bar. There were claims for handball by the Dons, VAR says no. It's all Aberdeen towards the end, pushing really, really hard and controlled the game. Trevor Carson made a good save of his feet from Mackenzie's shot. Then Duncan and Miofsky somehow couldn't get a touch two yards out to a Kennedy corner. And then the drama deep into stoppage time. Matty Kennedy with a free kick for Aberdeen, touched over by Carson. From that corner, Kelly Roos, the Aberdeen goalkeeper, had gone up for the ball. He got a touch to the ball as he died to try and head it. It was grabbed by Trevor Carson, who just belted it up the park. Mistake by the Aberdeen players at the back, and it fell to Greg Kilty. Took his time and rolled the ball into the net from 40 yards with his left foot. Really dramatic 90 minutes here. I have to say, it's a tough week for Jim Goodwin. Three defeats in a week, but for St. this brilliant, brilliant home run continues. They've now, in the last nine home games, six wins and three draws. Full time in Paisley, St. Mern, three, Aberdeen, one. Got one of these at Easter Road. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Kevin Nisbet puts Hibbs one up on 10 man Livy. Jason Holt sent off. Kevin Nisbet's opened. The scoring Right come on 01419511025 What have you made of today's football What about last night All the usual questions And we want your answers right here Next 